Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you think he'll propose over Labor Day weekend? Oh, no. That's for someone else. Do you think? Yeah, I do. You actually do? No. I do. You think here? I think it's going to happen next week. Are you no, serious? You're kidding me. I'm pretty sure there's a ring that's been purchased. Purchased? I think so. Maya, you keep saying these things and like, yeah, what are you talking about? about? Are you talking out of your ass? No, I, I'm not being, I'm not talking out of my ass like other people so do. You, but, but, no, I, but, but what that I do do, no, this is what I do. That you're just not Let me tell you right what now. I do. I listen to every conversation that happens around me. Okay, and, then, and, and I, explain. I do infer things from it, and I believe in so my what heart did you, hearts. How did you infer this? I part? saw a conversation happening at Sierra's party that seemed very intense between Carl and Kyle, and I think they were talking about an engagement. The hope is you guys can still keep this very close to the chest. But I did go. I picked up the ring tonight. I got it for yours. It's incredible. I would much rather not come next weekend if that's what's going I on. I believe it's going to happen. Well, okay, cool. Like they could live happily ever after. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry. Really, it's our therapy session at this point, the recaps of Summer House and particularly Vanderpump Rules. So join with me this week is the incredible host of She Speaks Bravo, Emily Hanks. Hey girl. Oh, thank you. Hi. Yes, it is therapy doing this, isn't it? It really is. It's like the only way I can I can process at this point. Like it's just too much. How are you feeling over in the Hamptons and in LA in general? Like just stressed out too much, right? Yeah, dude. It's, well, Summer House is not. Don't call me. Been... Don't call me dude. My name's not dude. Uh, don't don't <laughs> call me dude. I'm not dude. I'm not dude. I'm not dude. She keeps saying it over and over. I'm not dude. Um, I like the Summer House has been not enjoyable at all. Mm-hmm. So co- covering Summer House has not been fun. Um, and then, so, okay, Vanderpump has been like, Vanderpump has been, how do I put it? I don't want to say entertaining up until yeah. this point, <laughs> right? but 
kind of and then this past episode was like okay wait now we're getting into the part where ariana is being really hurt like it's Mm -hmm. one thing to watch sheena defending raquel and it's kind of like oh sheena don't you feel stupid right it's another thing to watch ariana doing it and you're like never mind this isn't funny anymore right girl yeah let's let's get into it let's walk through the summer house real quick before we get into vanderpump um starting with Lindsay, i have to say a large point that i have to give to this episode is i'm loving these kids in the city i think this we got a new show on our hands Mm -hmm. i like it a Mm -hmm. lot better than them in the hamptons do you agree totally agree i think that it what they what they thought like i don't know how long they thought the show was going to last with the format of them just getting a summer house and being in the hamptons it's like it worked for what maybe like five seasons but now it's like it's just exhausting them having to drive up there and like be in this summer house let's just show them in the city living their lives because that's kind of all we really need to see at this point I fully agree like it it was an unsustainable model when your main like Kyle was kind of like the 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 voice you know in the beginning and when he's 35 like you have to realize we don't have too many legs left you know like this doesn't yeah can't be forever um but yeah I'm really loving them back in the city but Lindsay's meeting up with Gabby Lindsay says I was just looking through your pdf and I'm thinking girl what do you mean so Gabby says (laughs) that she is a very visual person so when people ask what is your type? She would just rather show them than tell them. She made a comprehensive, to put it very lightly, 29-page PDF. <laughs> I love her. I love her. I do, too. I do, too. I love Gabby. I think she was designed to be a reality TV star. Mm-hmm. She's comfortable with it. She's comfortable with her flaws. She's she likes being ridiculous and she doesn't she's not shying away from that. I love her. Love her. Love her. Love her. Yeah. Like just complete straight face. I have a PDF titled Boys for Gabby and it's 29 pages. And yeah, you're going to read the whole thing. You're going to go scroll through the <laughs> These are the guys that I swiped uh, with on Raya. These are the guys that I want to fuck, that I have fucked, that I hope to fuck at some point. Like, it's, 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 I just, I love it. I really, I love her for that. So Lindsay seems to have gone through enough of it to be like, it it was great. She seemed to have a penchant for models. Is that like something that you might want to break through? And she's like, no, some of them have jobs. I love when she's like, no, that's not true. Some of them have jobs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god she's the best she's the best <laughs> um, i love her i i really love her and like i i need her back there, there's no way she can't come back they need to stop changing up the cast so <clears throat> much too because mm-hmm. part of what makes reality these well at least what i like the most about r- returning cast is that you go on character arcs with them so right. when you keep cha- like keep making them get to know new people, they can't get a flow, they can't get a history, and so I'm like, you better bring these people back. You better bring, you better bring Gabby back at least. And Gabby and Danielle as two single girls, I think is going to be very good television. Ooh, good call, totally. And Sierra, really, and mm-hmm. Maya. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Okay. Um, so then we're back, we're in the city, Sierra's in the East Village, she's sending up for her first anniversary party. I have to tell you guys, if you live or are familiar with that area, that part is like College Bar Central. 
I've passed by that bar like so many times thinking there's no way that there's not like puke on the floor and some 19 year old trying to get <laughs> you know, underage but this was so cute I was actually shocked actually yeah shocked. I, I would not have got that vibe from that at all from like the no. way it was set up or anything no way that looked like a chic little spot yeah very very cute um so yeah this is like her first anniversary I, I thought it was interesting that she said that she was really struggling with staying in the city versus moving back to Georgia I'm like why girl as somebody who's done that I can say why <laughs> I don't get it girl but good for you for making the right choice um Lindsay and Carl show up it doesn't seem like Lindsay and Danielle speak to each other they don't greet each other Mm -hmm. and Lindsay says in a confessional it's really hard to be in a bad place with Danielle but what am I supposed to do right like there's no reasoning with Danielle right now and she's proving to me that our versions of friendship are actually very different so my question is have we seen Lindsay be anywhere near as upset about this breakup as Danielle has been exactly <laughs> <laughs> like not even close and this is not even like like Danielle really acting wild I'm saying even if Danielle was being normal amounts I still think Lindsay doesn't seem to care that much yeah no I'm right there with you I this is kind of the sad part about it is while I I you know, I, I get it. I get it. I, I don't agree with all of the ways that Danielle is handling it. Danielle has been so there for Lindsay during all of her tumultuous relationships. And now that she's in this happy one, it's like, okay, Danielle, either get with the program or get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. very much that vibe. And I, having been the friend that was like kind of the codependent, like I'll be, I'll always be there for you. And I've learned those lessons. I was much younger then, but like, Same. I know, I, I know what that, what it's like to be for ditched sure. by that person when it's like, oh, now you don't need me. And, and you learn the lesson the hard way and uh -huh. she's learning it the hard way, but it's like, damn, Lindsay. Also, have you seen Lindsay's posts on Instagram with the friend? There was a, one of her with a friend. Let me, let me find it because you know, I don't know if she meant for it to be so pointed, but she wishes her, her this happy friend... birthday post to a friend recently. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I remember yes. feeling weird about that too, but I can't remember why. Okay. They, oh, I so, I'm so happy you picked up on it. Okay. So she says, happy birthday to my beautiful bestie, babe, my flower queen goddess of NYC. Thank you, thank you, blah, 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 for making the world spark. Thank you for, with your laughter, for being my rock and for getting engaged two weeks before me so yes. we could ride this crazy ride together. I love you beyond. I was like, I don't know why this feels just so slightly weird. pointed. <laughs> okay, thank you. I, I didn't know, but like when I saw that, I was like, ooh. <laughs> It hurt. Yeah. And I didn't know why. So I'm glad you saw that too and felt the same way. <laughs> yeah, it just that, feels like, that... so savage. Yeah. And I think that that girl was like friends with Danielle or maybe still is now. So, like, what's that all about? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I caught that too. I thought that was okay. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't just me. I'm like, am I just being hypersensitive to this? But I'm like, God damn, you are just, you know, she just keeps it moving. She's like, if you don't want to get with this program, you're out. Sorry, Danielle. I'm like, okay. And the hashtag BFF. It will. Yeah. It feels like, who is this girl? Like, maybe I've just haven't been paying attention to her. And all of a sudden you guys have been friends <laughs> for decades. It seems like it just seems like a lot. <laughs> Um, but, <laughs> oh, <gosh>. totally. 
um so yeah the guys go outside it's like chris carl kyle and they start to talk about cassidy that girl um was she what did they call her pink yeah pink bikini or something whatever her name was before yeah, that. yeah, yeah. her real name is cassidy who's at this party by the way chris got ghosted by her it seems like seems like the last time they communicated was on their date he put her in an uber said text me when you get home she did not but what she did do was confirm with sierra that she would be at her party so it seems like right chris might be like "Mm, does she just want me to because i'm on tv because i'm not playing that it's pretty clear that she didn't enjoy the date as much as he thought she did right I mean, axe throwing yeah. 22. I, I need to, it. why does everyone do axe throw? Why do we see so much axe throwing on TV? I, I'm over it. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's, it's, it's like we saw it on Jersey. It's like every seat we saw, we saw it on, we already saw it on Summer House too. It's like, why did they do this activity yeah. so often? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought we had, we, I thought this was like a pre-pandemic activity. I thought we had like quietly. <laughs> Why like, quitted why the axe throwing, but apparently this? not. Jesus Christ, I'm over <laughs> it. Uh, so then we have like Sierra and Amanda and Paige, and you know, it's the four girls, Craig as well, are talking about how, like, you know, it really is true. If you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. There really wasn't too much about this, except for Craig admitting <laughs> basically what the guys in Ed Vanderpump Rules would admit like, <laughs> you guys date people that you don't even know. <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you manage that? And they're looking at him like, why do you only date your friend's girlfriends, bro? Like, that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, then Paige says something very interesting to me in a confessional, which is that Craig's confusion over the dating scene is just another reason why he shouldn't be moving to New York. Here, Okay, so many things flood to my head. One, um, if he moved to New York, it would be for you. So he wouldn't be dating. So that's a moot point. Um, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> weren't you crying? And like the only way that you stopped crying was he was like, oh, I'll move to New York for you. She's like, okay, thanks. Problem solved. So girl, break up with this man. You know, I thought that that I, it's, I didn't mention this when I did my recap and I should have, but you know, good point because I clocked that too. I thought it was such a problem solver when he was like, I'll move to New York. I don't love Charleston more than I love you, but I think you love New York more than you love me. And she's like, it's the greatest mm-hmm. city in the world. So I was like, oh, oh, I didn't realize Craig was so down to move to New York. We got it. easy peasy, baby. No problem. We- yeah. But then when she said this. I was like, wait a second. So you don't want him to move to New York? <laughs> Which one is it, girl? So do you hate him? Like, do you <laughs> want him? So that's like a really, I I clocked that too, where I was like, so, okay, this isn't a solution. So there's yeah. no solution. So you don't want to be with him. I don't understand No, I mean, literally, like, if you don't feel like he fits where you are and you get to crying, and where's my mommy? Where's my mommy? Thinking about the thought of going down to Charleston. Then what are we doing? What are yeah. we? Yeah. And and he so often thinks that she doesn't like him, and yeah. she's like, "But I do." And I'm like, "I don't know if you do or not. I don't think you do, actually." No. 
And like, please don't make me feel any sort of empathy for Craig Conover. I don't want to do yeah, How please. dare you, Paige? <laughs> how dare you? For that reason alone, please break up with him. Um, <laughs> like, that's not cool. At all. <laughs> how dare you? It's so unfair to me. <laughs> uh, Carl tells the guys that he picked up the ring earlier, but he like tells them not to say anything. Um, Jason, I noticed, was in the background. Do you feel like he's the Peter Madrigal of Summer House? Okay, so I get, uh, like, I liked Jason uh, the first season of Winter House. Mm -hmm. I did not see, I didn't see through him, but I actually get very um, pick-me vibes from from Jason. And I think it's very telling that as hard as he tries to be on camera, he's not getting the full camera time. Mm -hmm. So... So yes, I would say yes. (laughs) Yes. Once I realized, gosh, maybe like six months ago, I started watching Siesta Key and I saw him on- Should I watch that? Um... (laughs) When someone goes that high pitched. (laughs) (laughs) If if God forbid we're stuck in the house again, I would say absolutely. If got it. Now that we're out and it's summer, I would say no. You've got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but okay, it is cool. messy. But there was one episode where two of the girls come up to the city and one's a model and they meet like, oh, my model friends. And Jason is one of them. And he's flirting with the other girl like, oh, I would show you around the city, like doing his nice guy shtick. And that was like however many years ago. So he's just been trying. Yeah. See, it's like, it's very, I I think a lot of people are on to him Mm -hmm. and that's why even, even producers are like, Jason, we know you're trying Mm -hmm. and we don't care. Thank you. But no, thank you. We guess we got your email about how you'll be, you'll be there. Okay. Don't call us. We'll call you, please. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So then we head back to the Hamptons. We don't have Sierra and Amanda this weekend, but we do have Andrea and Lexi. Um, oh. Cut to Andrea in the car with Kyle with the mere suggestion of a shirt, just a just a whisper of a shirt, frankly. Like, <laughs> barely any material, and he wasn't really wearing it. So <laughs> um, no, he wasn't. I feel like you know how like I'm so desensitized. Maybe you're the same way. Like I feel like like Sonia Morgan's boobs don't register to me anymore because I've seen them so much. I mm. feel the same way about like the top of Andrea's abs. They're just so familiar to me that I feel like Absolutely. I know them more than his actual face. Like I know that particular part of his body more than his face. <laughs> I, I would have to agree. Like when they comment on the fact that he's needs to button up his shirt, I'm like, Oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know. It's just like so that's just now. what he that's what he looks like, guys. Like yeah. get over it. Like that's, that's the whole this vibe. Is just stop commenting. <laughs> um, so Kyle tells Andrea that Carl spent the night in the hospital. So Lindsay then calls, says that they went to a concert. Carl was dancing behind her. All of a sudden, he tells her, I need to sit down. He's grabbing her. He's like, my knees are shaky. Uh, Mom's spaghetti. Can't feel my legs. Can't feel my face. (laughs) They went to the infirmary. And they're like, yo, his blood pressure is really low. So they sent him to the hospital. And they were there all night. So kyle says that he feels like maybe or carl told him when they spoke that like maybe it was too much red bull too much caffeine or whatever but like later he admits Mm -hmm. that it was a panic attack right yeah um 
<sighs> that's concerning just because I feel like I just feel like we're not <laughs> seeing a lot of like resolution to anything yeah. that happens between he and uh, Lindsay. Yeah. And now he's about to get engaged to her. And I just feel like there are major things that either they're not talking about or we're not seeing them. And so I'm like, oh, he's having a panic attack. That's bad, babe. That's like more than just I'm yeah. nervous about proposing. Yeah. And so... I get why everyone's very defensive and protective over Lindsay because whenever we see a gang up on TV, we get we get like we we defend. That's I think a natural like response. Sure. But I think that we're like a lot of people are missing the fact that it's just simply not fair that we don't get to see them talk through uh the fight that they had like I if we're gonna get the fight, I'm like we don't get to see them make up because that was pretty brutal. Yeah, that was a major, like, because it was kind of everything that had been hinted at, like, you don't defend mm -hmm. Lindsay, you don't stand yes. up for her, why don't you, you know, do that? Like, why is everybody mm -hmm. always coming for me? Why, you know, what's the deal? Why are things okay now that they're okay with you and Danielle? Like, why? Yes. We need to see a resolution to that. I deserve. Exactly. Exactly. Do. <laughs> and so I think that if, you, if, if you're going to put your relationship, if you're going to be on reality TV, we always say that you got to show us all of it. And we've typically applauded Lindsay for showing us everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. And I get that she's coming on. And I think that they've had a conversation about how they're not going to fight on camera. Right. But she was drunk and couldn't help herself. Right. And so I feel like the next day they were like, we're not going to we're not going to do this here mm -hmm. in the house. And they did it when they knew they were like off camera, not filming. And I'm like, well, that's a disservice to us. Yeah. And the argument then gets, gets presented like, well, everyone's against them. So they have a right to be, you know, you know, protective. I'm like, yeah, but honestly, it's not a new concept that a couple on TV has everyone against them. You've got yeah. basically every couple on Vanderpump rules, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle and Amanda, yeah, you know, it's kind of like that's sort of a normal thing. And honestly, it's also not that abnormal that anyone who's going to propose has everyone being like, are you sure? Right. I don't know if you should. It's a pretty right. common thing. So I don't know why Lindsay and Carl are getting this like exception to the fan rule, because it's like, well, but they, we should see. I would like to know what Carl has to say now that Lin when Lindsay's like sober the next day, I would like to know how they resolve that, because I think that'd be very fascinating and interesting. And also, it's not bad that they have that fight. It's no. it's OK. They're a couple. They fight. And I would think that that would be super informative and would make me less concerned about the relationship exactly you get it girl you always... you know <laughs> <laughs> um, so at the house we have danielle she is going to be having and, and chris are going to be hosting an empanada night she's got her abuela's recipe and she's going to just be bringing a piece of home to the summer house um <clears throat> andrea shows up Paige is not phased by this at all i don't know why we should even act like she would be i don't think <laughs> i know. cared about this guy that much but okay <laughs> they right? both have relationships we're fine um uh so then sam asks like where's Lindsay and carl kyle tells everybody about carl being in the hospital i noticed in the background that Corey was like pouring out shots as he's talking about carl being in the hospital like could you just like sit down for 30 seconds sir 
mm-hmm. pretend to care a little bit but yeah everybody then takes a shot and Maya's like having a little conversation with Chris so finally she's like let's get down to it we all know what you did on Wednesday you fucked Lauren <laughs> who Lauren yeah, dude I don't know <laughs> but um Maya's like actually let me tell the story because I was having a full-on conversation with Chris and he left mid-sentence to go talk to her and then we see the flashback where it's like Maya Gabby and Chris and he's just left the building when he sees her and he's like oh sorry I haven't have I, have I met you <laughs> they're, they're both looking at like are you serious he's such a he's he's kind of a dog he is yeah and I I want to like this man but like he just says weird things about girls literally every yes episode. everyone yes he does okay like i i get that we want representation i'm half mexican so i'm looking for some representation too but this guy is kind of like bad representation yeah he's sort of a dick he's kind of a douche like i just yeah (laughs) god damn it (laughs) don't know what else to tell you but uh we get a drum roll please finding out what lauren's assessment was of chris for their first time and he got an eight everybody's cheering like they just won family feud and (laughs) (laughs) sam's like oh my god that's a really good number for your first time (laughs) <laughs> they're all eating empanadas or taking a picture for danielle's mom and then um you know they first they start talking about uh oh no as they're getting ready i love this when everybody's just like in the closet together it's like danielle and chris and sam like getting getting dressed in the closet so they're asking sam what's going on with Corey? like is he going to be getting any action since you guys went to montauk and danielle's like oh, yeah how are we going to deal with this are you guys going to put a sock on the door like what's the deal and Sam goes, no, like if anything is like Montauk, you guys are going to hear it through the walls. You'll feel it through Girl. the <laughs> You're going to feel it in your throat, your fucking sternum. You'll feel it in your bones. And then you'll feel it for several days after that. Ugh. God. No. I know. I know. I'm like, I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I do like Sam. I don't dislike Sam. I just don't like Corey. And I just Same. don't, I don't Same. like Corey. I, I need, I want her to, to level up. And it just feels so mm-hmm. obvious to me that he just wants to be on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't, and I don't care about his journey of being a cute boy and not a hot one. And so he built uh, up. Right. <laughs> I don't fucking care about you. that. Ugh, whatever i'm like oh i'm sorry you were just cute yeah, oh, oh god <laughs> oh so sad you were just cute like that's not a bummer okay like that's not a bummer at all it really isn't and so now you're like <laughs> and now that i'm grown man i'm gonna terrorize women and play the long game and act like i don't like <laughs> that's the conclusion that you drew okay real cool dude <laughs> really really cool he's like um, this is why i treat women like shit got it we could have figured that out like i don't think i needed that information at all you didn't even have to open your mouth up your mouth for that one i see it all over right (laughs) yeah we know we know we know we figured it out thank you Uh, (laughs) oh my gosh um kyle facetimes carl to ask him like how much of your uh, situation happened because of nerves and stress planning this whole situation and 
And Carl's like, yeah, I mean, that probably had something to do with it. I am planning a lot, but it didn't really sound like he was even convinced that that was the case. So again, let's talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, everybody's getting ready for dinner. Chris tells Kyle he's got to um, get his shirt out of Gringolandia and like, but take some buttons off there. And uh, <laughs> then he says that Andrea, if you go into Andrea's closet, it's like a button thief came and just took all the stuff. And I, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have this really like important conversation where Danielle starts off by saying, just so you guys know, I've really enjoyed having Chris in the house this summer because like as somebody who's Hispanic, you, Chris, brought out the side in me that I haven't shared with my housemates like ever. Like I always push down that part of my persona because I wanted to succeed. And to me, being a successful person meant being in finance and being around white people, um, which is, it's, that's a tough thing to admit. Mm-hmm. so bluntly i think like i white proximity to whiteness was what like made things for me like that's what success meant and then gabby drops the hammer of like when did you realize that you were attractive you were just a person of color because i was 26 and mm-hmm. she says i used to say i wasn't everybody's cup of tea which was like my way of saying that not everybody's into black girls and I grew up around predominantly white people and I went through high school and into my early to mid twenties to think that like somebody had to specifically have, which she uses a predilection for somebody who's black to be attracted to me. And then Maya's like, yeah, I can totally relate to what you're saying. I've always said that I'm acquired and acquired taste. I get it. Danielle says, you know, kind of lose yourself a bit and it sucks because I'm like, I'm really proud of who I am now, but it's taken me a while to get there. And I can celebrate it versus Gabby says, like, repress it. And she's like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, I, I loved seeing another conversation where, like, people are just listening and we're able to open up like that. And yeah, I just, I just like seeing that sort of representation, honesty, that sort of thing. I agree. And, and I like I, that Danielle was able to have it. Exactly. And I wonder if, like, not to like point the finger at Lindsay, just because of where they are in their friendship right now. I wonder if she would have opened up like that. Uh, yeah, good there. point. Good point. You know? Yeah, good point. Yeah, um, or two. Yeah, like it may have just been too too much emotion for, but I don't know. You will never know. But um, yeah, I I really really love that. Um, oh, and I want the guest best for my Gabby. I really do. I just want. Yeah. To- you can DM yeah. me, girl. We'll get drinks. We'll talk about it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Your auntie in the city. Um, so yeah, everybody's like, you know, Danielle says, you know, thank you guys. Like, I just wanted you to get to know me in a different way. And then Chris is like, yo, you know, Danielle, I just want you to let you know, like when we, when I came in the house, it was like, you know, this is me and Rana. Like we had an immediate connection. And I'm so glad that he said that because I saw a lot of people saying, oh i'm seeing sparks flying between them and i'm thinking like that's not what it is you guys but like that's not for me to say (laughs) that that wasn't it that's the kinship because they see each other i i get that with black people like that wasn't (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah but that it was something else and it's something very special i think um so yeah after that like Kyle's talking to Chris more about Carl. So we find out that the only people in the house that know about the proposal are Kyle and Chris, because Chris is going to be 
uh, photographing or what's the word? <laughs> photographing? Photographing. Photographing. Work. There we go. <laughs> Suddenly I was like, I don't know. How did you say that foreign word? <laughs> um, but I did think it was interesting that Chris is like, do you think that what's going on with Carl is that he's having second thoughts? And Kyle's like, no, I think he's feeling the pressure because he wants everything to be perfect. And he wants Lindsay to be in a good place with her best friend before that happens. Um, why do you think Carl didn't tell Danielle? You know, I can, this is such a tough one. This is such a tough one. I know Danielle's going to, she's going to freak out. I saw the preview for next week. Mm-hmm. And I, I get, it's a bit extreme. I, I do agree. Mm-hmm. It's a little like, whoa, okay, Daniel, we're going to reel that in. Yeah. Um, it's good. You know, like it's, it's okay. But so, okay. I, I think that like in the conversation that he had with Danielle, when they were one-on-one, it would have been a weird moment for him to be like, Glad you're cool with it because I'm going to propose. Right. Because how do you bring that up after she screams into a pillow? Yeah. You know, (laughs) like she, she just screamed into a pillow and it's like, like, okay, so you are cool with it? Cause it's like, (laughs) so, you know, what point do you bring that up? And then there hasn't been a good moment between Lindsay and Danielle since. Right. And I, so I've actually, what I've been bummed about is that I thought Danielle and Carl were better friends than I guess they really are and so I've been kind of bummed like when she was defending Carl against Kyle's drunk rant at the beginning of the season Mm -hmm. it was like oh okay so like Danielle and 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 Carl are tight and during this whole thing it's sort of been like Carl you're missing the part where you're not being a very good friend to Danielle you're only focusing on how Lindsay and Danielle aren't doing well I'm like, what about you? You're not reaching out to her either. You're not checking in on her either. It's just like, now that you're with Lindsay, you're just Lindsay's boyfriend. Boyfriend, yeah. And it's kind of, it's like, you're not, you're not checking in at all, but like, you should be checking in on your friend too. She's telling you right here and now, I need some help guys. I need some support. I'm starting a business. I'm, I'm, you know, I need, I need love. I need, I need my friends. And so uh, I, I am disappointed in Carl just as a friend to Danielle, take out the Lindsay equation. He's kind of lost himself, his independence, his like mm-hmm. his own, you know, it's like he's just concerned himself with Lindsay. Yeah. And so I get that he's worried about how Lindsay and Danielle are doing, but I'm like, wouldn't you want to tell your friend Danielle that you are proposing? And wouldn't you want to be like, I know you and Lindsay aren't in a good place, but this is happening. And I think she'd be so sad if like you weren't somehow like aware of it. I don't know. I just, I do understand her being like, wow, like I'm totally out of this now. Like you you really do view me as just not your friend. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm actually maybe more on Danielle's side because he like had her friends come in. So they had to know, you know, like Mm -hmm. there were a lot of moving parts in the situation that Danielle really got left out of. And like, maybe he could try to get off with the like dude thing of being like, oh, well, you know, I told you I was shopping for rings. Like, you know, that should have been warning Mm -hmm. enough. But no, now that I'm thinking about it, there are a lot more people that know about this yeah I, I I could see and I don't even know if she realizes like oh this is a whole thing where there's like a party afterwards like 
Ugh, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that sucks. Okay, I'm giving Danielle a little bit more credit over this freak out, even though it was very embarrassing and cringy to watch. It, it, it's <laughs> it's really cringy. It's like, okay, tone it down. Yeah, even for yourself, girl, like tighten up. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> we're on camera still. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, um, the girls are all talking in the kitchen and um they're having a conversation because like basically the three they're like similar relationship timelines with like Paige and craig and Lindsay and carl but also maya and oliver who have been together for a year um but she's saying you know i just mm, she tells the girls i sent him back with two bags of his stuff um because i'm not even getting him like uh, you know drawer space not ready for it yet and she says in a confessional, I always approach things very carefully, but I feel like the trust that I've built with Oliver is not very stable in a way. Like there's something that doesn't want to make me jump all the way in with him. But like, let's not forget, I got engaged after six months with my ex, so I can jump. Like, I'm just not jumping with Oliver. The- She's got good instincts. Yeah. 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 Good gut, good gut feeling there. Cause he's, you know he ended up being a total horrible guy so i'm that was awesome like she saw it good on her good on her right for that. um but i did think it was very funny that the camera panned over and it was just like andrea shirtless just watching all these girls talk drinking out of yeah. water <laughs> he's all hung over he's like what <laughs> i'm just having fun over here <laughs> like, i love him i love him i do too uh, so Lindsay and Carl show up. They're telling the story. Lindsay goes full like Elvis knees, like Forrest Gump in the beginning of like how he almost passed out. Um, Carl says in a confessional, I panic attack myself into a hospital. Like it's embarrassing. <laughs> um, and this is just a reminder of how beautiful Lindsay is. I'm sorry. I can't even get through this. The selfie. Emily. The selfie. <laughs> One of the funniest things that's ever happened on Summer House history. I will, babe, who, you, sweetie. I was like, who, how did you, how did you get it? Like, how did you take it? Honey. How did you take it? Like, when, when did Carl see that picture? Like, did he see it when we all saw it on the camera? Like, did he think to himself, when did she take that picture? Who took it? Like Lady. I was, I was like, so I'm like, so either a hospital personnel came by and was like, look how precious, look at how, or look at Lindsay, love. Lindsay was like, let me pretend to be sleeping <laughs> and take this selfie and hope I get us in frame because my eyes are going to be closed. Like right. <laughs> now come on real, i <laughs> laughed so hard shout out to joe gunn who was like yeah, just imagine her like opening her eyes looking at the picture making sure it looked right and then like having yes yes one. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good so so funny shout out to i him. died <laughs> please oh my god somebody from somebody in america ask oh we are, they already did the reunion didn't they oh Oh, they did. Yeah. They did. They did. They did. I needed somebody from Boise, Idaho to ask Lindsay a picture of you in the hospital. Oh, I hope Andy does. I hope Andy, I hope Andy can does one of his shady moments and say, who so took too. the picture? Because he can yeah. sometimes go there and be good. Right. Like and he does have fun with the, with the summer house kids. So hopefully mm-hmm. you can tell mm-hmm. when he watches the show and when he doesn't. So 
<laughs> yes, you oh, can. You hopefully can. you got onto that. Yeah. Below deck. Sorry, kids. Talking to you. Um <laughs> oh I love that selfie okay so then Lexi arrives I'm gonna be Mm -hmm. honest I had to do some research on Lexi because I'm like first of all is she a real person secondly Mm -hmm. I don't know this life I am part of the tiggle bitty committee the fact that she just like glid into that house with a crop top white tank top not a even didn't even consider a bra to, to have driven all the way from the city to the Hamptons girl I I don't know that life that's just a life I will never live she's fascinating to me yeah it's because Andrea's so in your face and big and loud and Lexi's just so the opposite yeah and so it's just like it's an adjustment it's like I, I don't know what I expect her to be but every time I see her I'm like I don't know why but I don't love you and very confusing (laughs) yeah but like then when she but like later in the episode i'm like okay never mind you're fine but like when when she when she first came in i was like you're just so cold she just gives such a cold energy she seems like yeah like i had to google like is she like french canadian or like european (laughs) yes she gives off like a very like a very foreign element that i'm like i don't get it i don't know you i'm not i like we I don't what do I do with you right so I did have to google her girl I found out she grew up like in the town next to me in Georgia what? Georgia she's from Georgia I, I okay I truly thought she was from Quebec <laughs> oh, never wow. have that at all yeah um huh. so, yeah very very interesting but uh, somehow the topic of Andrea and Lexi's sex life comes up to play and I feel like maybe Chris brought it up but Andrea turns to Lexi and he goes give him a little something like why don't you just tell us something I, I, about her sex life like honestly like what the, I was like Andrea why <laughs> do you do this <laughs> give him a little something um so Maya has says have you has there ever, ever been a time where you've like not come in the bedroom with Andrea she's like no every time multiple times and everybody's like yeah yeah girl whatever i (laughs) swear to god (laughs) and then chris decides to just suck the air out of the outdoors out of the backyard and be like well um (laughs) i don't want to put you on the spot but like what's it like uh or andrea like what's it like being with your girlfriend and Paige here at the table andrea or chris did you see maya look at the camera Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Maya, Maya looks at the camera like, make it stop, make it stop, <laughs> cut, cut, <laughs> do something. Cut the camera's dead ass. Um, Look, looks at the camera like, make it stop. No, cut. <laughs> it, I, like, I like Danielle goes, I knew it was going to flop. Yep. <laughs> I knew it was going to flop. Why did we let him have the floor? We knew where it was going to go. <laughs> so he even checked, like, are you sure? Because yeah. I can really fuck this up right now. You ready, guys? I got one. I got this. You know me. <laughs> uh, um. So yeah, I mean, Paige is like, I don't think like I wasn't really anything to Andrea. So like Lexi, like she has to apologize. Like I'm sorry if that made you uncomfortable, but it seems like it's perfectly fine. Paige says in a confessional, "Have brunch manners." 
Okay. You don't bring up a guy <laughs> his girlfriend that he banged the girl across the table. That would be my, me saying, Hey, Chris, uh, what's it like not getting laid all summer? It would be like that. <laughs> well done, Paige. Well done. <laughs> um, the, then the girls are talking about like Sam and Corey. Shout out to Lindsay for asking the real question of, I'm happy for her, but I'm wondering if he acted mm-hmm. the same way around mm-hmm. Jessica in the winter house. I thought the same thing. <clears throat> I thought the same thing. thing. Valid. Like, let's not look over this guy's like he like, is he just like, you know, camera hungry for, you know, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's like be clear. This kid came up with Craig. He lives in North Carolina and he just hasn't left since then. And it's been weeks now. So this guy feels like he really wanted to be on camera and was like, well, let me just find whichever single blonde is closest. Yeah. Right. (laughs) that's what he did the first time so i don't like come on now Mm. wow that was so spot on wow spot on (laughs) so i i really got my eye on him and i I, i've had i do too no thank you Uh, sorry like no thank you enough um yeah i mean okay basically after this Paige and andrea not Paige. sorry lexi and andrea and carl Lindsay. my bad sorry craig lexi and andrea and carl Lindsay are all outside they're talking about how like look at look at us do we think any of us would be here now <laughs> none of us were together right <laughs> um so lexi's like asking oh how long have you guys known each other and carl's like seven years and Lindsay's like oh it was six years it was six years ago it was like 2016 which was seven years now this year not last year carl that would have been six but okay um (laughs) um, he's like i still remember Lindsay wearing this blue dress and lexi's like i was wearing a blue dress when i met andrea like maybe it's a thing lexi asks were you guys always attracted to each other and carl's like well for me yeah and i did get a little a little i felt a little something when we saw the flashback of Lindsay being like even though I have a boyfriend, you know, ever like my heart melts a little every time that Carl flirts with me. Like, okay, I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah. So. I felt it too. <laughs> um, so then Lindsay asks Lexi, like, okay, we saw how Andrea was like crying at the dinner table, weeping to himself. What was going on with you last summer? Like, what's your perspective on the whole thing? So she says she had him blocked on everything, but somehow she would run into him every weekend and he would pour his heart out till she finally gave him a chance. And then she starts to like cry. And she's like, you know, I just realized it was harsh to do that to somebody that I love so much, but you know, like they're kind of happy tears because we found our way back to each other. Great. I, okay. I literally, I was like, I did not expect this at all. Yeah. I, I was touched by this moment. I was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm, I'm not dead inside. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling a thing. It's weird. I was shocked. I said, mm-hmm. okay, good. That's good to know that I feel, I can feel things. It just seemed very genuine mm-hmm. and uh, like, you know, okay, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's really nice when two pe- beautiful people love each other, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two incredibly beautiful people find a way to love each other it's really remarkable <laughs> so, um god I really wonder what it would like to be just so like what is it what do you think it would look be like to look like Andrea just going through life looking I like swear 
I mean, he's so, what's great about Andrea too is that he's like so happy to be so attractive. It's not like he's like, oh, yeah. like, he's Brad, <laughs> like Brad Pitt. I remember when Brad Pitt was like in his like prime hotness, he was kind of like, he kind of didn't like it. Like, I remember mm -hmm. doing so many, he did so many interviews and he'd be like, man, it's just kind of annoying. Andrea's like, hey, you know, I love it. You know, like there was a part in the reunion last season when, um, I can't remember what it was. It was something about how like Andre, I think Andy says like, Andrea, when you go out, like, is it just like women like constantly and everyone kind of laughed and he goes, Andre, Andrea goes, uh -huh, it's, it's true. It's <laughs> like, he just doesn't care to be shameless. And like, anytime I, if I like share one of his, I call his thirst trap posts. Let's face it. Like they are like, if I share one of those and I'll put like some, some dirty, like horn dog caption, like, you know, give it to me now. Like something uh -huh. really he'll all, cause you know, he'll check who shares his, his stuff. He'll right. always reply like with some like fire emojis and like kissy faces. Cause like he just eats it up. Luke does the same thing. <laughs> and that okay. is, that, again, these are the himbos that we need on television. And I love it. Yeah. Like just as long as they eat it up, I kind of love that. Like if you're gonna be that hot, like let me just gawk at you. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy it in a fun way and don't use it to terrorize people, Corey. And by the way, Corey, you're not that hot. Okay? You just have abs. I'm quiet as kept. You just have abs, dude. Okay. That's Literally. All That's all it is. And I don't really even care about abs that much. So really not doing too much for Ugh. me, honestly. Seriously. <laughs> uh, it feels good to say that. Thank you. Because I've really been wanting to call him like a mush face for quite some time. And I've been keeping it cute. But I feel good to let yeah, that Yeah, no, out, he, so. he, yeah, for real. <laughs> um. So then uh Maya has a conversation with Corey about like what's going on he says he actually likes her he doesn't want her to date anybody but um you know he's like you know we've just talked about liking each other in cute ways and we haven't really made any plans for after the summer you're not on this show Corey you're not on the show yeah, you, yeah you're not okay don't don't even you don't need to be thinking in terms about the summer date her or not it does not matter doesn't matter yeah you're not summering in the Hamptons you're not mm -hmm. here you're, you're only here for her but anyway um so then uh everybody gets ready because they think they're going to a bonfire kyle announced everybody we're going to a bonfire Lindsay's under the impression that she and carl are going to be leaving early to go get some firewood right um so then back at the house it, like maya sam and danielle are talking they're at the pool and maya's like they're talking to sam about how like Corey likes her he wants to be exclusive she wants to be exclusive she's like yeah do you guys think he'll propose to me by labor day <laughs> and maya's like uh no i actually think that's gonna be somebody else so danielle's like are you kidding are, are you seriously like what do you know so maya starts dropping hints that like this isn't just me guessing i really think it's gonna happen now she did get the weekend wrong she's like i think it's gonna happen next weekend and I'm pretty sure that there's a ring that's been purchased. So Danielle's like, Maya, what do you, what do you know? Cause you keep talking, like, you know what you're talking about. Maya's like, girl, I'm not talking about out of my ass. Like some people do, but what I do is that I listen to every conversation that happens around here. And I've inferred things from that. So Danielle says, okay, how did you infer it? And Maya says, well, I saw a conversation at Sierra's party between Carl and Kyle, and it seemed very intense. And I think that they were talking like an engagement. And then we see the flashback where 
it's just like Maya looking. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, really dude. <laughs> definitively mean anything. I think her boyfriend told her. And by that, I mean Kyle. Oh. Yeah. I think Kyle told her. Oh, shit. Okay. They have a very close relationship and I love their love. He loves her. I have a theory that Kyle really loves black women and he's very attracted to them and he's Ooh. really like into Maya and they have a very close relationship. <laughs> That's the that theory that I've been screaming about. Um, I love that theory. Yeah. <laughs> so I think he told her, I really do. Or I think like maybe she saw it and was like, Kyle, what's going on? And then he told her, but I think he told her somehow, some way. This wasn't just like her looking and seeing. Um, but so Danielle goes, well, if that's the case, I'm not coming next weekend. And Maya's like, well, I believe it's going to happen. So Danielle then gets up and she goes, okay, well, cool. They can live a happily fucking ever after. It just walks away. Ooh. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, cut, cut to the beach where Lindsay and uh, are walking down the, um, it, down a little pathway and she starts noticing, why does it say seven years? Is that the name of the beach? Why does it say best friends? Babe, babe what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> then she notices like this, you know, picnic and Carl's like, you know, we haven't really had too much one-on-one uh, -on -one time to ourselves this summer. So I decided to set this up. And then I just felt like it, things got real convenient when she was like, should I sit down? And he was like, no, why don't you stand for a second? She's like, okay. I'll okay. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah I'm like girl and it's not bad that I think Lindsay knew what was coming I mean not knew like for sure but had a, an idea mm -hmm. yeah because like I feel like you've got to you know when you're at a certain point in your relationship you've moved in she, he knows what her goals are I feel like she had to, that's why I when he said that she she was wearing a blue dress when he met her right my head went Oh, and she's wearing a blue dress when he proposes, like, and they're this taking engagement happened. pictures in the blue dress. I was like, she fucking knew this was happening. Why are you asking Carl, Kyle, out of everybody, should I wear a maxi dress to the beach? Why would Kyle mm, know that? It, <laughs> yeah. Like, is this an elevate? Is this a casual bonfire? He's like, I would consider it an elevated. Like, like, okay. I just, I, and when she goes and asks Paige, like, when have we ever seen Lindsay's hair this done? Like, mm -hmm. with the waves, like, it was so beautifully curled and stuff, you know? Yep. The extensions. Yeah. Like, we've never, and, and someone made the argument because she's like, I would have gotten my nails done, my manicure. I'm like, well, that would have been too obvious. Right. <laughs> you had to leave something. Yeah, they weren't because it wasn't too bad. It's not like they were horribly grown out. They were just, you know, like maybe maybe like a week grown out. Mm -hmm. But so I I'm like when he said no, just stand. That's weird, right there. I, I was like, yeah, yeah, you gave it away right there. Too weird. So yeah, I mean, he gets down on one knee, babe, stop. <gasps> you know, like. <laughs> You we met seven years ago. I knew you'd be special. You're my person, my best friend, my lover. I feel like Vicky said this towards Tamara. I feel like at some point, but okay. She is like, kiss, kiss, kiss. He doesn't give a shit about the ring. I'll marry you a thousand times, babe, 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 babe. Congrats to the happy couple. Mazel, mazel to you both. Mm. Mazel, absolutely. Mazel, mazel. I, I'm broken when it comes to relationships so like when this was happening i'm like i can't look i'm too it's too cheesy it's too loving it's too beautiful like i don't 
Oh no, I can't. Like I, so it, to me, I was like, I think it's happening. It's cute, right? It's cute, yeah. <laughs> and they're happy. So I was watching through like, like my my eyes were kind of closed. I was like, it's cute. Is it done? I can't. It's like I need it to be over. So like, almost any, almost almost any proposal, I'm like that with though. So, like as soon as they get down on their yeah. knees, I'm like, oh god, make it stop. I can't. I can't. Right. It's too much. It's too much. I can't watch the speech. I can't watch it. It's too much. <laughs> like the hard the hard eye contact. I'm like, no, stop oh, it. I can't god. do it. I'm too immature. I'm so nervous about next week and I know I watched the preview where she's just like melting down heaving <sighs> sobbing not good Danielle I actually had to stop watching it because I was like I just need to save this because I, <laughs> I got like I got to the part where Maya starts hugging her where she's like where she's like kyle help, like help her and kyle's like uh, i'm trying it doesn't <laughs> so then my aunt hugs her and i was like i gotta turn this off i can't like finish it it's because no. okay here's my thing yeah here's my thing okay here, okay okay so like here i've like i we've clearly both can identify with being the friend that's like always there for the person <clears> and they kind of drop you when they move but if i found out that they did get engaged i'd be like okay wow that's a bummer that they felt like they couldn't that carl thought he couldn't tell me but like all right that's i'm happy for them right that would have been like a maybe me going to the bathroom and quietly crying to myself not mm -hmm, yeah stomping around half of the property <gasps> <laughs> it's over it's never gonna happen again <laughs> like I, yeah yeah it was a lot it's a lot like this is not this is not reparable you can never be friends after this like whoa I did not think that when we saw that in the trailer that this would have yeah. been the catalyst <laughs> like, yeah because also we've seen a big blowout yeah that's what I was gonna say we've seen her say like oh just wait just wait till you see because I've seen her in comments saying like you you'll see you'll see something's gonna happen and I'm like oh wait is this it right because that's not good it, at this point <laughs> yeah, exactly because <laughs> if this is the thing i don't think you're gonna get the support you thought you were yeah actually you are out of town out of time because now you're about to go to this engagement party what are you gonna do bust up the place there like no <laughs> no so sorry girl and here's my thing i was talking to my friend my friend maya about this when she hears this who is she mad at yeah Which one of these people is she mad at is she mad at carl for proposing or are you mad at Lindsay for saying yes because yeah like what's Ooh, good good question you know like what's the what is really the motivation here wait a minute that's a great question yeah because are you mad at Car she's got to be mad at carl right that's the only because you can't be mad at her for, for like, like what do you want her to do like oh should i call danielle right now like we really need to talk about this like what what is the expectation here okay you're upset that they didn't tell you but like you're also upset that they're engaged so what is yeah. it like you so you're mad the only person you can be mad at right now technically if we're going technically is carl is carl because carl didn't include you that's the only person you cannot be mad at Lindsay, but if you are mad at Lindsay, then you're mad that she said yes and so what the hell exactly 
So we've got an issue here, honey. A big one. A big one. Oof. Brutal. I Real need brutal. to unpack that and really yeah. think yeah. about yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> um, do you have any other thoughts before we move into Vanderpump? Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, no, I can't like, no, the, no, <laughs> you know what? didn't, didn't even notice that Amanda was gone. And I like Amanda, but she did nothing. And, and, you know, it's really rare that we get Kyle without Amanda. I don't even yeah. know if we have actually gotten a weekend without Amanda. Mm, no, not even when he cheated on her. I don't think so. Oh my God. <laughs> Can't remember. It yeah. Though. Like, I don't think that's ever happened. It was actually kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a good time. It was fine. Fine by me. I didn't miss a thing. Yeah. Didn't oh, miss gosh. it. That says something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does. All right, girl. Let's move on to Vanderpump Rolls. I'm at a barbecue over Labor Day. Your girlfriend at home dealing with the loss of her grandmother. This was a dope Labor Day party, and there were like a lot of people. Sheena was there, Brock was there, Raquel, Sandoval. The day that Ariana's grandmother dies, Tom Sandoval came to the barbecue that I was at in Newport. Ariana was calling him furious. He was like, okay, I'll come home right now, and he didn't leave for another two hours. And he was with Raquel all day long. Sandoval and Raquel are dancing together alone at the Abbey. Sandoval stays at a f***ing Labor Day party with Raquel while Ariana just found out that her grandmother died. And Raquel spends the night at Sandoval's house while Ariana is out of town. This leads me to only one logical conclusion. I think Sandoval has a thing for Raquel. Damn. We start off in the car with Sandoval driving his three girlfriends, Schwartz, Raquel, and also Ariana, glamping for Raquel's birthday. Mm. Um, we're looking at the space. We're meeting the animals and the pigs and, and the chickens and the ducks. We're smashing pumpkins so that we can throw the pigs uh, pumpkins to eat. Everybody's doing it except for Ariana, who does not even break hers the first time, poor thing. Krusty, as I call Sandoval, calls it anticlimactic. dumbass idiot Uh, i don't want to call him the d word or the s word but he's he's dumb and stupid dumb and stupid (laughs) Uh, so then we're back in la right james goes over to give them lala headquarters which seems to just be a meeting room with some some um you know shelves but that's fine you know i don't have an office she's got one yep same james 
sits down. He's like, you know, I feel good, but you know, my beach day didn't really go as planned. His beach just, day. He was it's so excited for his beach day. <laughs> it's so childlike. You know, I just wanted everybody to have a good time at the beach. I know. <laughs> so Lala goes, you know, I didn't really love the drink throwing James, but like <laughs> really embarrassing as shorts and i have to laugh and then she yep. goes don't even get me started on sandoval by the way you know raquel slept over there right and james goes how do you know and she's like, <laughs> i love he's like he's like how do you know about that he's yeah. like wait a minute how do you who told you <laughs> how do you know about it james and well we find out in a second but she's like oh well um katie told me last night and he goes oh, katie knows <laughs> and i I've had my eye on James. Like, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but like, I need to know when is James filming these scenes with Allie, where Allie's telling him about the Abbey? When did he film the scene with Lala? Because it seems like every time he hears something about Sandoval, he's just like, oh, well, it's nothing. It couldn't possibly be. Like, he just doesn't. It, for James, who seems so excitable all the time, and how upset that he got with Schwartz that he threw a drink at him last week. But every time Sandoval and Raquel comes up, he's just like, eh, I, I thought this, I actually brought this up because I recorded my BPR episode right before we hopped on. And mm -hmm. I said the same thing. And my friend Pia said, I think it's kind of because Sandoval got his claws in James pretty good. Mm. And it's like, <clears throat> and I, because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, either either James kind of knows and think and thinks Ariana doesn't care or it's something. And Pia's like, or James is like a little afraid to say shit on camera about it and say That's things against it. Sandoval yeah, because Sandoval, like Sandoval paid for the Rach for Rachella and Sandoval has kind of like almost been like a brother in that way. in that like manipulative cult leader way that sandoval can be mm -hmm. and so he's like i wouldn't be she said i wouldn't be surprised if like james feels that kind of weird loyalty like i don't want to say shit on camera about this yeah, like I there's don't, something I don't break that yeah no i i clocked that too it, it, his reactions are very muted and like this agreed is talking about <laughs> agreed totally agreed um, so then we wind back the tapes and lala says in a voiceover let's get this straight few days ago, Katie was at Villa Rosa working on sandwiches while Ariana was back at home at her grandmother's funeral. Ken walks out and drops the mother of all gossip bombs. So here comes Ken. I mean, I don't know if somebody gave him a, a multivitamin. He got an extra. I know, right? The night before. <laughs> he was bright eyed and bushy tailed. Like he was walking at at least a tenth of a mile an hour which is more than we've seen him in a while. Uh, um, you know, I, I can't believe that Tom Sandoval had a Raquel over Ariana was away. In the jacuzzi as well. And Lisa's just like, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. And she stayed all night, yeah? She did? She did? Okay, bye. <laughs> Where's He's <you> like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Lisa's acting like, like truly I tweeted this, like he came up like a toddler wait you've got your friends over and he's like uh, look what i can do i mom i'm telling you something i'm telling you something very important right now and and, and something else in the jacuzzi and the jacuzzi too <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so he leaves out the other kitchen door katie's like are you lying are you spreading rumors how does he know 
and Lisa's like well I told him earlier and she's like well how do you know so Lisa says, <laughs> I spoke to Raquel earlier because she showed up like late and hung over. Oh, by the way, we have to say RIP to pump. RIP to pump. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they just said that they're closing their doors. I guess Lisa said that they were the, the, uh, people were charging, wanting to charge like a million dollars a year on rent. And she's like, oh, fuck that. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me because that, that corner, that corner is so profitable the corner of robertson and santa monica boulevard mm -hmm. yeah that's like but that's fucked up that is that's yeah that's pretty but that is like that it that would be like eighty thousand dollars in rent a month that's wild that's wild that's like i mean they must be very confident that they can sell that to somebody yeah well like i mean i do have to say though that's that's mm -hmm. not unheard of but like when you think about 80,000, I mean, they could probably, they, they were in their heyday. I bet they were clearing that oh, in yeah. Pump's heyday. They were clearing that. But after COVID, it's yeah. just not the same. I doubt it. I yeah. Not I doubt it. it. Not worth it. Um, Where does, where, what's the son's name? Where does he work? Max. 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 He, he is at, Tom, he's at Tom Tom. He's at Tom Tom. Okay. I need that boy to have a job. Okay. I just, you know, I can yeah. start. <laughs> about his job security uh, um, yeah no I'm glad okay good 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 um so uh, <laughs> shout out to my friend actually who uh went to Tom Tom now that I think about it and somebody was smoking weed outside so he took or his girlfriend rather took pictures of Max coming out telling that person to stop smoking weed on the patio <laughs> so, oh amazing real real managerial duties are happening over there at Tom Tom Lisa if you're listening he's taking care of things yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So Tom, okay. Sorry. So Lala comes back and says the day before Lisa was doing a tasting at sir and Raquel rose up an hour and a half late. So we see this scene where we're supposed to believe that it's reasonable that Lisa Guillermo and Natalie are going to be doing a tasting with Charlie yeah. and Raquel. Yeah. What? <laughs> what and why? Okay yeah the two girls that are most invested in uh what going into the restaurant industry like okay they're having a tasting with charlie and raquel i guess but she walks in late i overslept i stayed late i went back to tom's place and we went in the jacuzzi with shorts why would you tell her any this is like too much too yes. many details too many details yes yes you know what exactly. people say about that it's a lie yeah right uh, it's a fucking lie hmm my god so charlie's like so it was just you two you three huh okay <laughs> so lisa's like where did you stay last night and raquel goes at sandoval's again did you all do you notice over the season she always refers to the house as tom's or sandoval's never tom and Ariel. Mm, good call always says it's his place Ooh. and she then says lisa sits back in her chair when she finds out I, she stayed at sandoval like girl mm -hmm. are you serious so raquel goes well nothing happened though like it's not like and no lisa's like well no it's just the fact that you were there and raquel's like no i know it's just like easier to sleep on the couch and stay the night so then lala comes back in the voiceover and goes y'all know lisa she can sniff bullshit from a mile away so of course she calls sandoval cut to Schwartz and sandoval in the car while they're facetiming lisa she's like i'm calling you because raquel's just shown up here now and i have to like looking like a bag of shit and she says she got so wasted last night she ended up spending the night at your house 
it's not funny because they're both laughing both of them are just like yeah, they, a, they think it's hilarious so funny to them I don't know why and I asked my friend do you think that they had a threesome and then I realized even if they never had sex this is threesome behavior this threesome energy you two mm-hmm. you three little hooligans three stooges as Brock called them later <laughs> are all in all in bed with each other in some way might not be sexually but you are morally you're all in bed together that's a threesome um so then Cressy Sandoval says you know we hung out for a little bit and she literally like dipped out like you know I don't know like like actually she like left early so Lisa goes hold on a second so she didn't say no like she she dipped out it's true like she dipped out Lisa goes what does dipped out mean (laughs) back to Lisa Katie and that other lady who was eating the sandwiches they're both like well Lisa dipped out means she left she's like no 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 like I know what it means but also she didn't leave she stayed so then we go back to the FaceTime where Lisa's asking Sandoval, did she spend the night at your house? And Sandoval's like, I mean, look, like, no. Did she? Yes or no. So Sandoval's like, yeah, but dude, I'm not dude. <laughs> dude, why do people crash in my house? I'm like, not oh, dude. I'm not, I'm not dude. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. love her saying that. It's so funny. I love when she has those little moments where she's like, you're, listen, Okay there's a pecking order here you little whippersnapper yeah i'm not you're not your dude and just, the last time she did that to me was the last scene that Jax was in where he's like going off about like this is my show she's like hold on oh, hold yeah on. not your show yep mm-hmm. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. you dare say that oh, i love that moment forever oh, i love her forever for that totally uh, so then he's like you know okay lisa i have people crash in my house all the time lisa, like <laughs> It's not people, Sandoval. Your wife's away. She's a beautiful single girl. And so Tom says, yeah, I know. I'm just like, I'm over this whole Schwartz and Raquel thing. <laughs> okay. What does that have to do with you? Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so am I. And what? Raquel's not sleeping over in my house. What does that have to do with anything? She's like, well, you know, the Schwartz and Raquel thing was so last week. Now it's Schwartz and Sandoval and Raquel thing. And Tom's like, oh, dude, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This idiot. So then we get back to James and Lala. And James tells her, I actually went to a smoking lounge with Sandoval the other day, like a Mm -hmm. weed smoking lounge. And James says, Tom told me they were in the jacuzzi for a little bit and then he was like oh yeah Raquel left so then cut to this scene where they're in the lounge and Sandoval's like oh yeah we grabbed some beers we jumped in my hot tub for a bit and then like Raquel dipped out and then the screen says 116 seconds later Sandoval's like yeah so Shorts and Raquel spent the night you know the dogs were there whatever and James is like huh I thought you just said she left and Tom's like no like she dipped out and went to bed like she literally was like went to my fucking room like not my room like you know sorry like yes that was room. like that was ooh. <laughs> and when james is just like okay <laughs> yeah he lets that go doesn't he he's like uh, yeah. uh, he, he you could tell he you could tell he had a tinge of something mm-hmm. but just dropped it dropped it mm-hmm. yep saw that too 
So Lala then says to James, Sandoval, go take your degenerate ass elsewhere. I'm watching you. You're a fucking mess. I'm at a barbecue on Labor Day. Your girlfriend's dealing with the loss of her grandmother. So then we get back to more receipts. Labor Day, where our reporter on the scene, thank God, Sheena Shea and her vlog cameras were up because real cameras weren't. So Lala's like, you know, it was a dope party. Raquel and Sandoval were there. You know, uh, the Honey Davies Shays are there. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, unbeknownst to us, well, now we know uh, Jackson and Brittany were also there because they went on their tour and told us the story already. <laughs> but um, th- then we get a new scene. It had to have been a new scene with Christina, Lala, Katie, and Lisa. Did you think? Because yeah, right, yeah, that was uh, that. Yeah, agreed that felt inserted because like Lala's telling him like I'm I'm at this party in Newport Ariana was calling furious calling Tom and Tom was telling her on the other end of the phone like yeah okay I'm coming like I'm coming home I'll be there but meanwhile he didn't leave for another two hours and he was with Raquel all day long so now we're putting things all together we got Sandoval and Raquel are Mm -hmm. dancing alone together at the Abbey Sandoval staying at a fucking Labor Day party with Raquel while Ariana just found out that her grandmother died Mm-hmm. And Raquel spends the night at Sandoval's house while Ariana's not out of town. And this leads me to only one logical conclusion, which Lala says to James, I think Sandoval has a thing for Raquel. And James's reaction is, damn. Yeah, I know, right? Wasn't that weird? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, that's all you got? It was very weird. Yeah. Then Lala's like trying to tell him like, you know, I, you know, Raquel has a little too much to drink you know she's known to kind of let her inhibitions go and James is like right oh my god if Tom's banging Raquel that is just yeah I know it was such a weird reaction (laughs) it does not make any sense to me at all I don't get it I don't get it I was so confused by that too it's like but what so I it's gotta be he is a little bit afraid to touch it yeah uh yeah because i mean clearly he goes hard once it all comes out like he's not afraid of it once it comes out but it's like it's so dangerous to even accuse it or or make the accusation until it's it's validated i don't know because i thought the same thing as like this is james we're talking about like how right. is he not like you know balls to the wall crazy over it hello like when has james ever been like uh you know like uh um conscious with his words like he'll call you fat boy without even blinking about it you know exactly (laughs) and it's amazing i don't get it um so then you know uh lala says you know the last time sandoval was talking about a woman the way he talks about raquel he was talking to ariana to the talking about ariana to the group when he was with Kristen. yeah james can't even make eye contact with her like it just i'm not understanding what's going on but lala says tom and ariana don't focus on their relationship and james is like that's true but maybe they distance you know maybe the distance that they've got like kind of works for them and lala's like no Uh like something ain't right i think something's going on and i'm just gonna call it like i see it but again why didn't you tell ariana (laughs) yeah I know I, 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 I'm right there with you. It's a very odd exchange from James. Yeah. Very weird. Oh God. Shout out to Ariana. So then we go back to glamping. Raquel runs out of the tent. Like you guys, I think I forgot my makeup bag. 
And we're like, what? <laughs> so then she sits down and Sheena's like, what's it like to be the only person left in your 20s? And Raquel's like, I just want to make a little toast. I want to cheers to being surrounded by good friends and good vibes. This is exactly what I wanted to do for my birthday. So toast to you guys. And then in a confessional, this monster says, I feel like these are my true core people. These are my forever friends. These uh, people are looking out for me. They believe in me. And that's everything to me. Girl. I don't understand how her mind works. How are they, like, what was, you know, it's been said so many times, what was your end game? How are yeah. they, like, at this point by now, you are already sleeping with Tom. Fully. So, so how are you saying these are your forever friends? Yeah. Because at some point it's gonna, what's that's my, what's your end game. Okay. Just explain it. Right. How, yeah. Like what's step two, how did you think you were going to get out of this clean? And with like, where do you friends? go from like, so you're going to tell where you're going to tell Ariana, you're going to just stay for, I just, it's, it's really, really fucked up. It's just really not making sense to me because I like when this all came out, I'm like, okay, he manipulated her and he obviously still did, but like, she, yeah, no, it's a little different now, isn't it? I thought yeah. the same thing. I was like, because we want to, because we want to be like, you know, fuck the patriarchy. And, and that's our, it's our instinct as women who are enlightened to feel like, okay, we don't want to put it all on Raquel because that's what society is going to do. But right. now that we're watching it, we're like, this is a little different. This isn't the same thing as I thought it was. No. This is a little more deliberate and this feels very competitive. This feels like this feels like Raquel is looking at the relationship and obviously Tom opened up himself to this relate to the sexual relationship with Raquel. Yes. But then she's like, okay, well, yeah, then like, I don't even get why Ariana is with Tom. Why can't I be with Tom? Like they don't even have sex. They're not even happy. Like I should be, it's like it, something became territorial for her where she's like, yes. this, this is mine and I should have it. Yeah. And yeah. so it's not as like innocent. I was duped or any of that. So no. like, this is somebody who very clearly, like she talks about it a lot, this episode, but also this season, like how she's like realizing things and like how she's like <laughs> coming into her world and her life and herself as an adult. And she's like figuring it all out. And like, I'm choosing to be unapologetic, but like, yeah, going to be an asshole <laughs> yeah dude okay you're choosing to be an asshole like big time it does not make Ugh. sense to me. so that just get worse because sheena's asking ariana like how was it back home she's like you know obviously it was awful circumstances like you know i'm now in a position where when i go back home i know i'm not gonna see my grandma and she starts crying and says like i wish i could just talk to her everybody is like helpful even um Raquel slithers her little spray tan smudged hand over to like you know, <laughs> try to woo 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 sorry Ariana like put my hand on your hand Brock is saying you know she'll always be with you she's here with you know Sheena's hugging and here's uh Krusty in the corner pretending to cry he pretended he didn't even really what I think he like went to wipe his eyes but missed and got his forehead <laughs> truly didn't even and i hate him (laughs) i hate him and i hate that he's wearing that yellow robesmith shirt that is hers 
that's Ariana's. You take that back. You you send it back. You mail it to me you right send- now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve it. <laughs> uh, God. Um, Ariana then says in a confessional, like, it's been really hard for me this year, losing Charlotte. Now I'm losing my grandma. Like, I'm not well. I'm barely hanging on, to be honest. Yeah. And the, the, I the mean, Howie it's Mandel, so gut-wrenching. Yeah. That Howie Mandel interview is just ringing. She was really depressed and like, I like to go out, but she likes to like sit in her home, sit in her bed and stuff. Fuck you. It's, that, that Howie Mandel interview now is even more disgusting. <laughs> I know. Because it's clear that he was just getting, because he'd already seen all this shit, all the, all the episodes. And he's like, I'm going to really need to like drive my fake narrative home even more. And so he went on and lied. By the way, I don't, I don't believe for a second what he said about how Ariana wanted to fake that we were happy on camera. No. So I, I told our producer, Jeremy, like, it's time that we were more real. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm thinking watching this, you're the one who wanted to fake it for the cameras you're the one who wanted to look like a certain perfect guy and you were the one telling ariana don't talk about this on camera and don't don't bring shit up because it's clear from the scenes we're about to see throughout this episode that you made sure she shut her mouth and made you look good all the time Mm -hmm. and um, asshole i like he's sick yeah and and let's um ask production who's trying to uh move the narrative in their own favor now that uh they don't look so good on tv Mm, yeah who's doing that behind the scenes because i have an answer i know the answer to that anyway um oh wait what go (laughs) uh yeah He's, he's really trying to make himself look good and like do things like you know he's trying to rewrite the narrative now well he was anyway i don't think they're really i think production's over but yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. don't even yeah. play me on that one mister um so then ariana asks did anything happen while i was out of town <sighs> and tom's girlfriend looks her right in the eye and says there was a food tasting for the new menu at sir and i was an hour and 30 minutes late and so crusty says in a confessional me and schwartz and raquel took a car back to my place we hung out we went to the jacuzzi so then we go back to glamping and ariana's like yeah like everybody like people will spend the night crash at our house all the time like that's normal right and raquel's like yeah i stayed on the couch and sandoval's like you know they're tag teaming yeah like i told her hey go upstairs to our guest room like you don't have to sit on the couch and ariana's laughing like yeah that's so silly raquel why would you sleep on the couch uh-huh. and then sheena's like well brock says you guys lied and you said that she didn't say the other night and everybody's like having a very fancy free conversation about this and like maybe i feel like for a i second, feel like sandoval prepped ariana and was that's why Ariana was like preemptively like like yeah like we've always done and like yeah like totally normal yeah yeah like and because it's like she's already like like making excuses before the words even come out of Raquel's mouth and I almost feel too like Brock was more suspicious than he was letting on but mm-hmm. he was like I'm not gonna make too many waves because I'm already barely on this show but he was <laughs> like I this is I'm which also kind of made me feel like Raquel had kind of hit on him 
I'm sure or, she tried. Or yeah, right. Like it, it, it kind of made me think that he at some point or another was like, I don't know, Raquel's making me think that she's coming on to me. And mm. then when this, when they lied and were like, no, oh, she didn't spend the night, whatever. And then it's like, uh, okay, I tried to tell Sheena that this sort of isn't a great sign, but Sheena was like, they're just friends. So he's like, I'm not trying. Okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going there, guys. Like, I'm not going to be the one. So. Yeah, and we also have to remember that, like, Ariana is being pitched this Raquel and Tom situation by Sheena and Tom, who are telling her this through the lens of, like, Katie's being a hater, and now she's, like, like, you're kind of being a victim to this because she's just so mad at Schwartz. You know, like she's not being sold the right story, which is not Sheena's fault. It's Sandoval's fault. <laughs> like Sheena thinks something differently too. But um, yeah, I think in this, she's also like maybe trying to protect her friend Raquel by being like, mm-hmm. yeah, like this was nothing. Like, yeah, we do this shit all the time, which sucks in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> God, fuck them. So um yeah so sheena's like yeah well brock says you guys lied and she didn't say the night and schwartz is like optics optics so flashback to them schwartz sandoval and brock and they're just like sitting on like a pickleball court or i don't know where they are just three i know right court. <laughs> like you do um so they're talking about like whatever short uh you know Cress is saying you know raquel dipped out with graham and brock's like wait so who slept over you guys had like a little after party, right? Raquel say? No, she went home, right? And Schwartz goes, I I did. We had a little slumber party. Ha ha ha. So then Sandoval says in a confessional, you know, on the heels of the whole open relationship rumor and like obviously Schwartz and Raquel making out in Mexico, like we just thought we didn't need to share that little detail. Again, you guys are all in bed together. What? Sandoval, you don't need to be involved in this ball. Like, who cares? If whatever, like if she slept at the house and it really was nothing, then like, what do you give a shit about like Katie at, at the end of the like, what does it matter? What would the risk be? You don't even like Katie. So who cares? Yeah, right. It's he's very strange. <sighs> so Cross Dash says, Well, you know, I wasn't lying. I mean, she did dip out, she passed out, which is not what dip out means doesn't um i think what happened is that like tom schwartz and raquel were all hanging out she probably fell asleep faster and that's what he's meaning like she dipped like she just passed out sooner Mm -hmm. her going upstairs is i don't you know like i i do think schwartz was there the whole time and he probably slept in the guest bedroom and then the couple stayed in their main room do you, you you so you do think Schwartz was there? I I kind of do. I kind I don't think Schwartz was there at all. I I I know I'm in the minority about that. I know that people think that he's there, but I for some reason I do kind of think like maybe they were just like partying and like I don't know. I think like by dipped, I think he means that Raquel went upstairs and then they continued hanging out with each other. Okay. But I I feel I I get the feeling that Schwartz wasn't even present mm. at any point, and this really makes me feel like it's a full cover up. I mean, it's definitely a full cover up, but ugh. yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> ugh, yuck, yuck, yuck. So, yeah, I mean, Brock is like, um, 
Brock and Sheena are, or Sheena is like, haha, like, yeah, it sounds like you guys said one thing and then you did another, haha, that's funny. <laughs> and Brock's like, oh, you three stooges, you didn't help yourself, did you? They're like, ah, <sighs> uh, got him, got him, got him, got him. <laughs> Worked again. <laughs> How did this work? Yep. Yep. How did this work? Yep. It's, it's the, it's because Katie's the one who's leading the like Raquel hate. Yeah. And they're like, it's fucking Katie. We all hate Katie, right? And they're like, yeah. Right. Oh, God. I'm devastated. So then we yeah. go to this give them Lala photo shoot. So uh, Lala can um, talk about being a girl boss and bitches supporting other bitches because they put on her new robes or something. Okay. Um, then they sit down. <laughs> and um, Christina asks like, oh, what did Satchel and the Dom think about beach day? Katie says that Satchel was traumatized probably i bet <laughs> i bet i think that that he's been brought from the 1800s so yeah i mean i think all of this would probably be very traumatizing to him like what's a cell phone what's a camera you know like a lot of this would be traumatizing but anyway um <laughs> so christina then says that night was so disgusting i i just like don't even think that these people wake up and think maybe i shouldn't have said that and Lala says they meant everything they said, which is very true. Like, this isn't thoughtless. Short said what he said. He meant that. He meant the bootleg housewife, the pump up your lips more, uh, you're corny, whatever he said. He meant that. Mm-hmm. He meant that. He did. Um, so Katie says that both Toms were just spewing vitriol and that Sandoval was so hellbent in believing that she was spreading a rumor about him and Ariana having an open relationship when she never said that. So Lala, I'm not a fan of Lala, but she really loses me. She's like, well, it's not far-fetched. Like I hooked up with Ariana in the back of a car and, yep. you know, had we been in a bedroom, he probably would have participated. But Katie's like, yeah, okay. But I wasn't even saying all that. So like, this is not a point. <laughs> like I would like to be removed from this narrative because i actually didn't say that and lala's like well now that it's out there let's talk about it no (laughs) no this is just a what if so christina says but does does ariana even really care and katie says no i think she cares that people talk about it so lala says in a confessional something does not smell right with this sandoval and raquel quote-unquote friendship like i know better than every anybody that when you have a dude who's your best friend and he's there for you and you add alcohol you end up sitting on their face (laughs) you know she's not wrong she's not Um, wrong (laughs) christina says she's going to be having a a heart spring party for her lip balms and and the face spray and toner or whatever at tom tom she's got a new lemon scrub or something congrats to you girl terry katie's mom is gonna be there and then christina just has a full moment like i love this look at us in our robes you're doing we're doing our shoot you've got the sandwich stuff (laughs) katie you got your sandwich stuff this is women supporting women i have to say like christina now i get why you came back on this show hello heart spring girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) heart spring (laughs) copy that i have you ever heard of chapstick I've got one. <laughs> like, I, like, I just, I wish she, I, she's not been loyal enough to Katie. No, I agree. I agree. And, and she's really been like, yeah, she, she's really been wanting to get in the mix with the other people you can tell. And she's just like, Katie, um, can you stop doing this so I can talk to other people? 
Yeah, she said, like, Katie, can you be likable to them or like be nice to them or something so that they can invite me to things? <laughs> so what the when she asked in Mexico, like, well, am I not included in the wedding stuff? You were invited yeah. to the wedding to begin with, Christina. You know that? Yeah, you're here with Katie. <laughs> That's not and, how any of this works. And when Kate when Katie and Lala left the beach, she stayed at the beach. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I really love girl. <laughs> if all of the scandal stuff wouldn't be happening, I would really be paying a lot more attention to like Christina trying to be friends with everybody else, like really hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless her. Oh gosh. So then we have Sheena goes into one of their tents to have a one-on-one with Ariana, and they start talking about the beach day. So Sheena tells him about like how James popped off, but then they went to the bar after. Katie's sitting there. Sandoval confronts her about this open relationship rumor. Um, but she's like, you know, it just wasn't getting anywhere. So she says, Allie told me the other day that Katie insinuated that you guys have an open relationship. And Ariana says, well, we don't like, no, no knock on people who do, but like, that's just not our thing. So Sheena says, yeah, well, I told Katie that even if they did, it's fucked up that you would tell somebody's private business. And so Ariana says that Katie actually texted me something on that beach day. So she says, um, Ariana says, I hope your beach day is fun. And Katie responds, update. It was not fun. LOL. <laughs> also, apologies for the garbage that's going around. I'm absolutely not spreading rumors about you and Tom. I don't know why some people desperately want to believe the worst of me constantly, but I don't know how it's come to this. None of it makes sense to me. So Ariana tells Sheena, obviously, I want to believe that Katie didn't say that, but I don't. I think she said it. And then Ariana says in a confessional, I get it. Katie hates Raquel, but like Raquel's my friend. And she's somebody who's kind and sweet and loyal. Just a delight since the day I met her. Jail. 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 I hate it. I hate <sighs> it. It's like, I, I didn't know that we were going to see this much questioning of yeah. Raquel and then also defending of Raquel. Like I didn't know that that was going to be the storyline. Really so tried... it makes it so much worse. Yeah. And I'm really trying to be sitting and thinking cuz like we didn't know anything about like issues happening with Tom and Ariana really until the scandal shit came out. Obviously this was going to be a storyline cuz they have all this footage. But I'm trying to think like what would the audience think if we didn't know? right it's like i feel like i would still be like mm, i don't like this i think i, I do too <laughs> i do too because sandoval doesn't look right this season no sandoval we've never really seen him be this like when he was all wasted yelling at katie at that beach bar that mm -hmm. we've never seen him look that fucked up and that unhinged so something is happening with him this season he looks creepy and weird mm -hmm. worse than ever Easy. so there's that element yep. yeah so it's like i don't think it would have been like no because Ra raquel from the second she started talking this season i was like something's different about her mm. like i wish i could be on board with her this season because it's like yay she left james but i picked up on something weird about her from the second she started talking i was mm -hmm. like this something's off something's off so I don't think I'd be like, I don't know, guys. I think Katie's just being a hater. I'm pretty sure I would have been like, uh-uh, don't trust it. I was yeah. already like 
Ariana needs to leave Sandoval. Like I said that from episode one. Mm. So I was like, Ariana looks like the life has been sucked out of her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look, she looked dark. She looked like she was, this is before her dog died. This is before her grandma. Like she, she was all supportive of Tom. He was getting ready for his stupid show. Mm-hmm. And he was putting on his stupid pants. And she was like, wow, look at you. And he was just like showing off like a little kid showing off for his mom. And I was like, but he does nothing for her. It's all about him. And she just does everything for him, but he doesn't do shit for her. And I was like, well, I'm done with this. Hold on. He makes her a little dumpling latte every morning. He makes her dumpling lattes. <laughs> and she's like, thanks, Tom. <laughs> God. <laughs> so like, I just would have seen, I think we would have seen through it. I think we would have been on to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't see how... <laughs> I would have been like, this is not, I don't know. I don't know if I would have said anything because I really like Ariana. I wouldn't want to upset her, but like, I, it would not have felt good. This would not have felt right to me. I don't think. I don't think. Uh-uh. I'm right there oh. with you. Then everybody's, they start to get their food. The funniest moment of the episode for me was Raquel knocks over the bottle of ranch and she yells out, the homemade ranch. I know oh, that was awesome. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> and then we have to go right back down into hell because they sit down. Raquel looks over at her boyfriend who's on the other side of the table. It's like, oh, you've got something on your face, like glitter on your face. And Schwartz gets to squealing. Oink, piggy. Oink, oink. Like he's telling so hard. He's telling on himself and everybody else so bad. So first he says you know i feel like that's like the stereotypical red flag on a dude like glitter on the face and raquel bites her lip because she's like yeah (laughs) she was like oh shit where are we going with this so she bites her lip and he goes oh that's the only thing that's going to exacerbate her taste for blood uh i don't want to like kill the vibe but raquel has a type so brock tom be careful tonight and raquel goes a type for what blood and he goes men that are taken and who laughs the loudest at that? Crustache Sandoval. Oh, what a funny joke that is. Tee hee hee. Ha ha ha. And then Schwartz says like, oh, it's getting a little hot in here. I had to take my sweater off. What, it's what so fucked up that, that Schwartz does that. It's just like, it's so, it's, it's just shows no, no wonder Ariana goes off on him at the reunion. As she should. Playing right in her face. Yeah like unbelievable i like i would be texting schwartz every day fuck you in all caps and mm-hmm. i'd block him and then i'd unblock him when i was yeah there. just to text fuck him. You again. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was such i don't know like i am finding myself more mad at him watching this because he really tried to like uh i didn't know anything yeah he told me in august well he told me again in january but they weren't doing anything and he was selling this and he was promising me that he was gonna break up with her and i didn't know anything lies i had my own thing going on so i you know i've got my own life but i don't know like fuck you yeah you know you can't pull that off when we're watching this dude we're watching (laughs) it so clearly happening in front of us you taunting everyone around you yeah because you because you know like don't it's you're you're so busted like you're sick 
busted he in every sense of the word yeah right the busted bitch (laughs) busted bitch bitch all around (laughs) um so then ariana lovingly asked raquel what was your peach and pit for your 27th year and she's like well i think that both of them are breaking up with james because it was difficult but i had the balls to do it and i'm proud of myself for that And then she's like, you know, of course I met you guys through my relationship with James, but we've created our own friendships. It's like super special to me. And I just appreciate every one of your friendships. Now, did you notice that she was basically looking at Sandoval this whole time? Yeah. like I I very much noticed that. I was like, stop looking at him. Stop looking at Tom right now, you fucking psychopath. I was so pissed. Sick. Like nobody else is in the room or or at the glamping station no not a pig not anybody just you two pigs just two pigs like stop it right now (laughs) god oh my god um so then he's like oh you know i see who you are you're showing up to lala's birthday and doing all these badass things and he's banging his hands on the table like ariana's like calm down dude like oh he's like sorry sorry like just get passionate but like so happy you're proud of you blah 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 Ugh. Ugh, vile, vile. Sheena cuts the tension by saying that she got a text from Christina Kelly. <laughs> um, she invited me to the chapstick party. And so Raquel's like, well, I haven't been invited. And so Schwartz is like, well, you can be my date. And she's like, well, I'd love to be there as your friend. Can I be your friend date? He's like, yeah, sure. Friend? bitch yeah Um, it's like just stop just stop just i can't like stop with this stop with this like gross charade that you're doing at katie's expense like just stop drop it already let it go then they go down to the bonfire i think that they were on drugs (laughs) i'm just gonna say it i think there was somali happening because raquel says oh no no, they are on drugs (laughs) absolutely on drugs (laughs) Because she's like crying at random points, and I'm like, okay, girl, this is yeah, no, it's 100, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's, I think they're doing, I think they're, they dropped some Molly, and then they took some mushrooms. They did a little hippie mm-hmm. flip it, hippie flipping, because yeah, it's yeah. like you sometimes you shroom and then cry. So I was like, okay, a little yep. bit of both. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She saw the that whirling galaxy light, and she felt a lot of emotions. I know what I'm looking at, girl. I know exactly what I'm looking. Allegedly, anyway. Um, so <laughs> Raquel says. You know, now that I'm 28, I'm going to get my shit together. It just feels like there's a lot of pressure for my parents because they're like, what are you doing with your life? So Ariana's like, well, what about the pageants? You know, Raquel says, well, I aged out. She's like, oh, well, you know, that whatever Trump, this is all Trump's fault. Uh, You know, whatever uh, age limit that he put on (laughs) the pageant world, they're issuing a stay on that for Miss California. So then, I mean, she just really gets into it. Like, you know, it was a big dream of mine to be Miss California and to be a role model for girls and women. Like that was a big motivation for me. And I made sure that every aspect of my life was consistent to where I didn't fuck up. So Raquel says in a confessional, I've always been a good girl, but now that I've aged, I can't believe she said that. Now that I've aged out of pageants. I know, right? Age. <sighs> I don't have to worry so much about my reputation. So honestly, I'm kind of making up for lost time right now. You sure are. Right, being the worst person on the planet like this was your your um counteracting to being like controlled and a good person was to be the worst person ever <laughs> you don't have to do that 
right? That's not like how it works. You could just mm-hmm. take a pottery class. How about that? Yep. Yep. Go on Duolingo. You don't have to fuck <laughs> somebody's boyfriend. <laughs> Like something else. You have to get a hobby, girl. That's not other people's men. Okay. <sighs> so poor Ariana is like, you know, for you going through those times, like your breakup with James and getting through that and being you, I think that's something that's like even more role model behavior. And then she hugs that bitch who didn't deserve it while she cries. And then Raquel says in a confessional, when you compete in pageants, you kind of have to like have a career set. That's actually really crazy about the pageant world. So I decided that I wanted to be an occupational therapist the first time I competed in a pageant. So I just think it's like, you know, my whole life plan was written out for me at a very young age and it scares me. I have no empathy. For that. I, I Okay. So that's bullshit too, by the way. What, which part? So she, you don't like, it's not like you choose an occupation and then like you're required to stay that occupation. Yeah. I mean, she's acting like this is a handmaid's tale. Like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I picked my career and that's just, that's it forever. Yeah. It's like, it's not like that. It's like, and they're like, and now you must become an occupational therapist. It's like, well, you're not one. Yeah. So clearly they bend the rules there. Hello. Like, what are they going to do? Put you in jail? for? Like, what's the risk here? So, yeah. <laughs> so then Tom pulls out from his dirty ass jeans. Uh, me and Ariana got you a birthday present. Some vintage 1990 Versace sunglasses. Ugh. Ugh. What? Why? Like, what for what? For what? God, I hate it. For you think he picked him out and he was like, oh, let's get oh, her Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Told her on that. Ugh. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tom says, oh, I didn't feel bad. I didn't give you a gift. And she's like, well, nobody wants a fucking ring on a string. So you can give me a kiss later. No, no I feel like Schwartz has never given anybody a gift. And I wouldn't want one from him anyway. What are you going to mm-hmm. give me? Dirty slides? Your old, dirty Adidas slides? No, thank you. <laughs> Ugh. Those slides me off. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Danny talks about the grippers, but they they've been pissing me off this whole time too. Um, so Tom does have a brief moment of clarity when he tells Raquel, maybe you actually shouldn't go to Christina Kelly's party. Like, it's kind of an intimate event. I'm kind of at war with Katie right now. But before that, he t- he says like. You know, I just think it's really great that we can sit here and joke about kissing and like uh, without being vilified. And it's like, well, I sh- I swear to God, because uh. <laughs> you two were the ones who were doing it. Y'all were the ones who thought it was funny. Like, just say I don't like to be held accountable and save a lot of people a lot of time. Mm-hmm. That's really all this is. Yep. <laughs> it's so funny when when I could just like go on about and do whatever bullshit I feel like doing. And then everybody just laughs about it. That's what I like. That's why you're a good person. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's so terrible. Uh, he's so terrible. So Ariana says, well, it seems like Katie's mindset is that like Schwartz is maybe rubbing it in her face. And so Sheena's like, well, I'll ask permission to see if Raquel, you can come to this party. Raquel says, I have respect for people. It's not like I don't. 
Uh-huh. I can't. When she fucking said that, I was like, you just blatantly disrespected Katie's boundaries. Who She requested so nicely. Hello. That, that you not do that. And you did it. And your reaction, your response to that was, well, she shouldn't have come to Mexico because she knew what was going to happen. Yeah. So go fuck yourself. I can't. Truly. You probably still have tom's it's probably tom's glitter on your body at this point but let's talk about how you respect people yeah it's, it's like she's she i, I she's i can't sick i wonder if they hooked up like right before this and schwartz knew it right you know? and that's why he said right? he blabbed at the dinner table <laughs> felt a little right weird to me. a little suspicious that timing so yeah schwartz is like you know i just think you coming might add more fuel to the fire and crusty's like who gives a fuck dude like live your life man fuck off <laughs> okay I, the way he, katie he, he gets so mad like that it's just even ariana's like tom chill yeah. out like relax it's embarrassing it's embarrassing christina texts sheena's like yeah raquel can come of course so then they're like partying later. Like I said, Raquel's like high crying behind her Dude. new sunglasses. This is the best. <laughs> <laughs> this is everything I asked for. <laughs> She's peeking hard. And they're like, Raquel, <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> this is everything she asked for. She's got. Yep. She's high. She's got her new glasses, her new boyfriend, her new boyfriend's girlfriend. That's her best friend. She's got a galaxy mm. light. Who could ask for anything more? Yeah, everything. I'm like, so this this was literally the plan. They're like, we're gonna go glamping. We're gonna roll. We're gonna shroom, and then we're gonna leave. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Seventeen hours. Okay. Cool. Not even. Yeah. Um. So there was one brief thing where like lala's talking to her mom on a hike about right i what dude I, i'm still talking to that guy that i bump peepees with and then her mom does like a and she's like yeah he did that to me never in my fucking life do i'd sooner just bury dig my own grave and bury myself in it than to make noise about my mom about uh, nope going down on me nope like it, <laughs> i'm still like no mm-mm inappropriate i don't if that is a good mother-daughter relationship i'll take uh-uh. it i'm fine nope I'm not good. okay not happening not I'm okay allowed. <laughs> nope just fine <laughs> so oh. then we go back to Allie and james and basically like we can kind of keep this short it's basically just like Allie's kind of giving it to him about like him embarrassing himself at the beach and he's like I didn't mean to embarrass you. She's like, you embarrass yourself, honestly. And she's like, it seems like there's no anger. Are you actually okay with the Schwartz and Raquel thing? He's like, yeah, I would be fine if they just started dating and were open about it. Then Ali says, but when you do things like that, you see how it's confusing, right? Like when you throw a drink in somebody's face, <laughs> you get it? And so James says in a confessional that it's really not about them dating. It's about him losing his friends. He says, my friendship for Schwartz is already out the fucking window. And there goes Sandoval because that's all he can think about is just fu- being with fucking Schwartz because he wants his fucking boy back. And I'm upset about it. <laughs> yeah, I, and I actually, I, I feel like he doesn't, I don't think he has like romantic feelings for uh, what's uh, for Raquel anymore. I don't think so either. I think in 
the early season he probably was feeling some type of like clearly he was like uh, my life is great Raquel I am my girlfriend I love her so much and I never loved you ever and I, everything I recall, like he was projecting a little bit but now I think he really has turned a corner yeah 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 I think so. at this point he's like she is gross yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he's very turned off by her now yeah. uh, suddenly this dramatic music starts playing because now we're at Tom Tom everybody's <laughs> back in LA the Schwartz goes up to Lala, Katie, and Terry, Katie's mom, to ask like what they want for a drink, right? Katie's being very standoffish, as she should be. Tom says in a confessional, Katie's giving me the coldest cold shoulder ever. And, you know, in Schwartz's world, I would have sat, we would all sat down. They would have called me a dirty little slut. We would have had some laughs. And, you know, I guess I'm just going to have to stay in my little doghouse for now. Bitch, fuck you. <laughs> it's no, like you have how, how has he not apologized yet yeah how has he thought... not apologized but he's acting like poor me Ew, there's nothing i can do yeah my hands are tied i have done everything i could you know like last couple days ago when i yelled from across a, a entryway in a restaurant <laughs> she's the worst person ever i hate her i'm so glad i'm not with her food she's the worst <laughs> Is that, is that, okay. Is that what you want to come back from it now? Now you're going to be in front of her mama and you're all just going to keep kiki about it. That's what you think is going to happen. Like, let's live in reality. He's like, what? I mean, I keep waving hello to her when we go to group events. It's (laughs) like, why is she not? I don't get it. Yeah. God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Unbelievable behavior. Um, so then Raquel, Tom and Ariana all arrive together. Lala clocks it immediately. She says in a confessional, this whole dynamic is strange to me. Now we got them showing up together. Maybe it's a throuple. I feel like I've taken a hit of acid. <laughs> so Raquel walks away. Lala says to Katie and Terry, I used to look at Raquel as a sweet human being. And now I feel like she's stealing my soul when I'm in the same room as her. She's like a very stupid demon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. That's a good one. I love that line. Ariana and Katie have their conversation. And Ariana's like, okay. So about the whole thing with James and Allie, like, I just want to nip things in the bud. And Katie says, okay, she tells her the whole thing. When I was at Lala's, Allie told her about, like, Tom showing up at the Abbey and how weird she thought it was. And Katie tells Ariana, what I told Allie was that Sandoval likes to go out, but you're more of a homebody. So, like, maybe it would be unconventional to some people to like see their dynamic right so ariana says well the way that it was repeated sounded like we didn't have any rules as long as nothing embarrasses me and katie's like i never said anything about rules i never said anything about you being embarrassed and so ariana's like very cool she's like well i don't know why they said that then listen like us going into business together like if disparaging stuff is being said about me i would hope that that would not come from you obviously i love raquel dearly she's one of my closest friends and not only do i trust and love her but i trust and love my boyfriend so i understand how you feel but like i'm not gonna be like whoa who's raquel i don't know her oh my god it's so bad and you should you should be this might be the moment where you should have been and but i also feel like not that i want to say like katie should have done something but uh, i feel like maybe katie should have like tried to impress upon her more like i don't know i don't know maybe i take that back 
and because Katie did as much, I think like Katie, I was surprised that even Katie did anything because like she was already in kind of a tricky spot because Ariana was upset about her possibly saying that they had an open relationship, but she still was like, I don't know, girl, her personalities. I think it's a personality thing. Right. Like right. how is she shitty to one person and not everybody, but you know, I, whatever, and Ariana, I don't know how Ariana is able to remain so neutral and be like, I understand why you think that. Yeah. But I don't. It's like how it's like she's she can she can be compassionate to so many people on various sides. And because she's always kind of in the middle of all everyone's drama, like Sheena, Katie, everybody. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like Katie and I love an I told you I I love an I knew it I was right moment and Katie's really not reveling in it the way I no. would <laughs> I would be no. like I fucking told you I knew it <laughs> I'm yeah, so no. toxic like that because like they all have it on camera like see all this footage I fucking told you right oh god yeah I mean I I think she was right like I think what was going on with Raquel is an integrity thing a character thing and I just like I don't know how she could be such a shitty person to some people and a good friend to others so yeah i mean she she hit it so oh, they hug they make up everything's fine and then james has a one-on-one with raquel she sits down or he sits down and he's like cool bag she's like thanks i still love it and he's like i didn't get that for you did i well shit <laughs> <laughs> that is a shout out to sophie ross fifty six hundred dollar dior bag mm, what yeah oh yeah no i would still i would love it too (laughs) i would wear it too i would i would not care who which boyfriend gave it to me i'd still hell yeah yeah. bag too yeah thank thank you totally thank you next um so raquel tells james like you know i was just a little hurt that you said that you regretted richella and i I never hear that (laughs) we keep saying that like it's a thing and you know like She's like, I just like, I understand because, you know, like who would want a proposal if it didn't turn out the way you wanted to, but like, you also shouldn't have any regrets in life. So James says, well, yeah, like, you know, I have lived with no regrets in life before, but you also need to grow up at some point and start realizing from from some past mistakes. And she just stares at him like, uh, so Raquel says, sometimes I just feel like you say things just to hurt me. And James goes, well, you've always felt like that. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. she's got a point there. She's not yeah, wrong. She, yeah, she's not wrong. And this is another time where you're doing that. But then he finally says, look, it's not like I didn't love you, okay? Like, of course I did. But when you look back on our relationship when you're 40, you're going to be like... <laughs> and then Raquel gets some bass in her voice. She goes, you know what, James? I don't fucking <laughs> regret our relationship and saying yes to your proposal. Obviously, you have a lot of regrets in your life. And James goes, no, I don't. <laughs> so... <laughs> Raquel goes you literally told me you regretted Richella you said that so James says in a confessional I you know I may not have seen it in the beginning but I see it now she's just a completely wrong girl for me of course I regret Richella I mean it was an epic (laughs) proposal and that was wasted on you (laughs) I mean at least you didn't spend the money on it I mean hindsight at least the right person spent the money on that proposal right in hindsight right good idea good idea (laughs) so oh my god so james goes um yeah i feel like you've grown into a completely different person i'm not saying it's good or bad 
I don't know you anymore. Look, Raquel, I'm proud of you where you're at. You've done a lot of growth and exploration. Some of that exploration has made you happy. Some of that has not made you very happy, but that's okay. It's part of life. <laughs> and then she goes, that's why I do everything I do in my life and why I don't regret anything. And James is like, cool. <laughs> don't yeah. care. She, her intention in that conversation was to get, because she wants James to say that he wishes he had treated Raquel better and her leaving him was the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah. But instead he found a new person right away and moved on. And she did not get the story that she expected this season. Mm -hmm. She was expecting this season to be James all sad because he misses Raquel, but instead he's like, bye. And so she's like, okay, let me at least get you to say that you don't regret a relationship. And we at least were in love. And he's like, I'm not giving you that either. Yeah. And so she, that, that, that last, that last line, she's like, I don't regret anything. I just live my life. And he's like, okay, I don't know what you're trying to do. I don't care. (laughs) What, what points are being made here, lady? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go back to my girlfriend. Goodbye. Bye. Enjoy the bag. Um, (laughs) (laughs) the episode ends with Lala and Ariana. They're filling up their gift bags as I would do. Like I'm shading the toner. I would have gotten the whole line. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm Got to, got to check it out. Yep. Maybe two. Those are some big, big bottles. Those are full size. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I did relate to Lala being like, I love free shit. Like I'm with you, girl. Swag me Mm -hmm. up. Swag me up. Um, So Ariana says to Lala, she's like, cause all is like, damn, this summer's really kicked your ass. And Ariana says, honestly, like, how have I not faked my own death and just disappeared? I don't know how I keep going sometimes. So Lala says, you're trying to get a business off the ground on top of dealing with grief. I just want to make sure you're all good because I was at the barbecue. I actually will say like, I don't really fuck with Lala. This scene was like probably her most mature. I love the way she handled this. I thought agreed. Great. She was such a good friend to Ariana. Like it was, uh, it was really good. So her tone was perfect. Her, like she wasn't too pushy. She was gentle. I agree. Loved it exactly and she knew how to not pop off on tom and turn it into something else yep yep all of it so she says um that at the barbecue tom came up to her and said ariana's really mad at me right now and ariana says yeah well because he couldn't get a ride home because jason left and lala says but don't you think he should have just gone home at the time like if jason left don't you think he should have just gone with him and ariana says well i don't think he knew that jason left at the time and lala goes no he did know i was standing there And so Ariana calls Tom over and she's like, I'm not going to do this thing where I like defend somebody. (laughs) She goes, "Uh, Tom, hey, so Jason said he was going to leave the party and you said, no, you're actually going to stay. And he just stares and goes, what? Oh my God. It's like, he, he didn't see this coming. He's like, I didn't expect you to bring up the, like that barbecue. Like what? I wasn't anticipating this at all. So it was perfect. The classic what? So it could buy me a second and a half of time. Yep. (laughs) for me to think of something i i didn't hear you what was that oh what what oh. come again <laughs> oh he's sick he's so sick uh-huh. um so yeah he's like what was going on um no dude like i, I, I was like i'm dipping out <laughs> and now dipping out means leaving yeah suddenly it's got a new definition and ariana goes right and so you chose to stay longer and tom goes I guess I don't I don't know <laughs> by the way did you Ugh. notice that James was like cut 
like oh yes right behind <laughs> he's like i am right behind here listening here <laughs> not even trying not even pretending to not be eavesdropping on them shout out to james <laughs> oh my god so <laughs> then ariana says i found out that my grandma died while you were there you knew about oh that. it's so bad it's so bad it's so bad and then jason said i'm gonna leave and you said i'm gonna stay uh... and then this motherfucker goes well yeah i kind of figured you wanted to be alone uh, worst lie on the planet <laughs> no you didn't she called you if she wanted to be alone she would not have communicated with you she would oh not be mad at you this wouldn't be a thing you wouldn't have told lala she's mad at me at the party Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I can't. It's un of uh, uh, this such a bad lie. So Ariana says, "I said, why can't you go home?" And you said you couldn't get a ride. <laughs> so then Ariana says in a confessional, "When my dad passed ten years ago, we weren't even together then, and Tom thought it was such a huge priority that he would drop everything to be there for me. We've been together for eight and a half years, and somehow, somewhere, it just feels like maybe he doesn't think I'm as important anymore. I don't know." So then Tom keeps lying and he's like, well, I just, I should have figured just that like, you kind of like, I don't know, <laughs> like he just like words. I, I don't know. So Ariana says to Lala, like about Lala, she wants to know why you didn't ride home with Jason. And Tom's like, I don't know. So Lala goes, no, I don't need to know. I'm not in a relationship with him. <laughs> and Ariana says, I was fine with how things transpired that day. And Lala, no, you weren't. She wasn't. And Lala says, but you know, it's okay to say that I wanted you with me that day. And then Ariana takes a long sip of wine. Yeah. Does not answer. Oh, this makes me so sad. So Tom goes, no, no, no. At that point, like I couldn't get a fucking car. Oh, and shut he- the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh, I hate him. I hate him so fucking much. <laughs> you gotta be a better liar, bro. Like, <laughs> because because the reason why he thought it was so important to drop everything to be with Ariana when her dad died 10 years ago is because he was in another relationship with Kristen and he only courts women and does all that shit makes them and love bombs them when he is wooing them and courting them and getting them into his clutches. Once he gets them, he doesn't give a fuck because remember when she asked him to not go to Vegas with the guys when her, when it was the anniversary of her dad's death. And he's like, I'll always be here for you, except for this weekend when you're specifically asking me to be here for you, because I don't want to like miss it. Oh, you know, he's, he's such a dick. I, he's so abusive. I can't. Because the guys were going to go to Vegas and play fucking Bob the Builder. Yeah. Construction equipment. And he literally says, he's like, we're going to like be crushing cars. So (laughs) doesn't that like make you understand why I'm not going to be here? And now I'm screaming into a pillow. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> God. So, yeah. Lala says, he says I couldn't get a fucking car, but Lala says, but Sandoval, I was standing right there and he goes, I know. Yeah. Anna <laughs> says, well, you said you didn't know Jason left because you were taking a shit. And then they all just stand there like, well. <laughs> and he's like, well. Uh, and Ariana goes, well, so you realize that you're putting me in a position where people think that I'm a fucking idiot, right? Like everybody thinks that you just wanted to hang out there for yep. a few hours after that. And Lala goes, well, that's definitely what I think because that's what I saw. Ooh. So Ariana and he's like, yeah. uh, fuck, I'm not, in, I'm not looking perfect now. Not at all. Not at all. So Ariana says in a confessional, I choose Tom over everyone. Like I ride or die for him. So what, I look like an idiot being Tom's number one stand when he's not mine. That's so sad. And, and again, what a, what a pointed sentence statement to be making when this man went on Howie Mandel's podcast to say that you weren't supportive of him, that you always put him down, that you always made him feel stupid or whatever, or like he was annoying you, but you do ride for him and you do look stupid. And there you were like bopping around at all his shows. Well, he could like get whatever midlife crisis off his dick that he could think of. And, and for him to say like, she was not supportive of me is unbelievable like literally that's, because we see it. that's the problem that's the problem with that howie mandel interview now it's like wow you really went and just lied and said that she wasn't doing what she was supposed to do but you knew because tom watched these episodes you exactly. knew she was going to have this confessional so you wanted to get ahead of this episode and do this shit on howie mandel okay i see you cool and the fact cool. that he thought it was gonna work is what's wild right <laughs> That's how, it's, that's, that's how, I mean, this is going to sound really fucked up, but I'll say it anyway. That's how dumb the people are around him because that, this shit works on them. That's exactly what I was about to say, because who did it work on? Schwartz and Raquel. Yeah. <laughs> it worked on them. So why wouldn't it for, you know, if he was able to let them or, you know, whatever. Yeah, of course he's going to go up to Howie Mandel and just spew the same bullshit because it's already worked two other times, at least. Yep. At least. Yep. And so we're like, this doesn't work, but he's like, this always works. I don't get it. What's mm -hmm. what's happening? And that, and and that's probably why, like, everyone's uh, that all the stuff we've got leaked from the reunion is that even Andy is screaming at Tom. Good because it's like he's so he just he just screams and yells when people aren't believing him because he's like, I'm just so used to being believed. That's why mm -hmm. I only surround myself with people who. That's why he hates Katie so much. Yeah. Because Katie's never just given it to him. And he's like, Katie, just fucking be like Schwartz. Somebody, there was such a profound tweet from like a month ago that I still think about. Somebody tweeted like, where are the women holding Tom or Sandoval, like Schwartz and Sandoval accountable? And somebody quote tweeted and said they got rid of them. It was Katie yeah. and Brianna and they got rid of them. That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> No, it is. It's accurate. Like he. That's why it's. It makes so much sense why Katie has always been Sandoval's like least favorite human being because she's never folded. She sees him. Oh yeah, she sees him. Do you want to talk briefly about the Watch What Happens Live with uh, none other than Kristen Doty, which I think broke records. 
for yeah, the- it was like the it ta- like season high. She yeah. looked great too. I I love the the power orange orangey red. Yeah, love that choice. Great choice. Well done. She was way ready. to do it. She was ready. <laughs> Hair on point, makeup on point. I love when Andy at one point goes, "You are just loving being back in the fray, aren't you?" And she went, "Yes." I love that. Yes. Um, Andy at one point during the introduction said. Uh, and she told me that I have to put her book in the clubhouse. And so I'm going to, <laughs> I love that she bull- <laughs> she's a businesswoman. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> she came she... in with priorities. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I know that Kristen is a controversial figure still. Where do you stand on Kristen? Well, well, um, <laughs> Kristen and I have gotten into it on Twitter. Um, oh, whoa. Recently? No, no, no. This was uh, when Ariana and Stassi were getting into it, like years ago. I was going to say, so years and years ago. Yeah. This all happened because of me. (laughs) I, because Stassi had done that like Oscar So White podcast, remember? Where she was like, yeah, yeah. You know, why? Disaster. Mm -hmm. So I transcribed it onto, oh no, they didn't right that gossip site mm-hmm. unbeknownst to me ariana used to uh be a follower of that a reader or whatever lurked and so she i guess saw it and tweeted something like oh this is like who you are Stasi." like you know and then so that got they got into it and then i got into it and then i ended up getting into it with Kristen, in which she t- <laughs> um she said to me um I can't remember what I said to her but it was something about like hey your friend's racist shut up or something like that she's like you need to have several seats and then she told me that she um was Arabic which is a language and that she is from Dear Dearborn which I think she what? was trying to suggest that like she's from the hood or something. So oh, oh, oh dear. So yeah, I I've got complicated feelings towards Chris and Doty to say the least. Um. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, Do you, we think she's evolved at all? Hope so. I can only hope. I can that only... was like that was when? How many years ago was that? That I mean that's pretty bad. Six ish probably. This was what? What was it like? Maybe season seven where Stassi came back and then made Billy Lee um, do the podcast where she cried at her about how like, you yes, know. I do remember. I think that was season five. Okay, I know. Maybe. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, rem- I remember vividly. It might have been seven even. Yeah, it was the it was in between that in between those seasons, whichever seasons those were. So, um. Hmm. Okay. okay okay i i distinctly remember stassi trying to roast ariana at the time for having a podcast like that was some loser shit and you know <laughs> uh, the turns have tabled on that one haven't they isn't that hilarious uh, um interesting but, that is funny yeah yeah but um kristen was dropping some a, a couple of things that like she's heard that tom sandoval's cheated on multiple occasions over the years not with anybody close but with like a friend of a friend Mm -hmm. um somebody who like i guess lives out of town he would see 
um she told everybody let's let the record reflect she says i'm the person who has the authority to say this what happened between ariana and tom is not the same thing that happened between me and tom like i can say it it's not the same thing it is much more devastating what happened between ariana and tom than our breakup i i don't care that like yeah. let it go. and i appreciated her for saying that because a lot me of people too. keep wanting to go on with this narrative but and i'm like yawn bored so like like the fact that people are still saying it I'm like have you just joined this party we've already done this so many times like are you really still saying how, the way you get them is how you lose them or whatever the fuck i'm like yeah we know we've already heard that a million times are you still trying to kick this woman when she's down right. stop or, like, or um like i don't just like a lot of this is a this is something that they set up oh that that one's that's like freaking me out like the people that think this is a whole like stage like someone like someone thought that lisa paid raquel to do like yeah these people aren't good enough actors like you are really giving them way that's too much credit pump rules like let's yeah, be yeah <laughs> like the, the the to pull this off as this is just not it's not like that and I, i've i've i have connections to enough like producers here and there and they've all always said not just about this show but about other shows over the years like there's never a conspiracy like this production never. doesn't have time to be like let's hide and withhold this story until this date and mm -hmm. then we'll unveil it it's like we don't have time for that we are just trying to capture content and like we're juggling so many things like it's never that type of stuff it's never that so like when the black eye thing happened with um heather gay on salt lake city and she tried to make it out to be this big conspiracy thing that like mm -hmm. production wanted to keep it off the show and they wanted her to lie and stuff it's like right no you were doing some weird stuff and they were just adapting but right. it's it's not like they it's it's never that complicated exactly it, where yeah. they're like keeping it from the people because of whatever it's never like that right. like yeah so like, we need nobody, to stop nobody conspired like Ariana and Tom did not conspire with each other. So he looks like a fucking loser. Like, right. He looks so bad. So unequivocally, irrevocably bad. Like Amber Cal <laughs> does not benefit them. Like, like, okay, so maybe we can get a couple more seasons and then be like, cool, whatever. Like, come on. They're come like, on. The, the people that think they're like, the they were about to cancel the show, so they needed to do this for ratings. I'm like, the ratings at the top of the season were higher than they'd been in a few years. So they didn't yeah. need to add this to the mix. That's crazy. Yeah, we were all excited to watch the season to let Katie go in on Schwartz. We yes, that's what that. we thought the story was. <laughs> we thought that's what the story was, you fuckers. Like, you need to stop it already. <laughs> It's so insane. Like you guys are really sounding crazy. It's unwell. It's unwell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, what else did Kristen say that was worth it? Um, I mean, she mm, she did make mention of James's sobriety, which felt a little uncomfortable. I know. <laughs> so but I think that is sort of a well-known um, like here out here in LA, um, James had been spotted out plenty of times yeah. during his sobriety, sobriety. Mm -hmm. uh, drinking. 
Yeah. So it was kind of like a well-known unknown sort of secret. Right. Sort of thing where it was like, yeah, no, he's not sober. Yeah. And so that's why when he was like, I'm drinking again, it was like, he's just like, I'm drinking on the show. Publicly. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go through another season of filming sober. Exactly. Mm, God. And he's actually not been too bad. No, he really hasn't. Like, I right? think that he's been pretty in check and like throwing a drink in shorts's face is not gonna get a blink out of me sorry bitch uh, no i'm <laughs> i like i fully supported it yeah <laughs> do it like, get him again get him for me do, okay so I, one, like, I mean he could have done it three times and i would have been like Truly. totally fair like Truly. right when he's done drying off one more time and then and then a third time and then Ooh. we're done and then we can stop there then yeah. it's excessive four is excessive but three's fine three's fine three's fine yeah i oh. fully supported it <laughs> i don't even think he so was funny. drunk i think he was just mad oh, <laughs> so he's upset about his, his beach day being ruined <laughs> exactly and schwartz is schwartz says stupid stupid jokes and as he said to Allie, he knows not to make a stupid joke again and he doesn't he Man, won't he doesn't he shut his he so, shut his fat boy ass up to me <laughs> yeah so schwartz will never make a stupid joke like that again so oh, i support man. it i do too Emily, thank you so much for doing this. Do you want to tell everybody where of they course. can find you? Absolutely. Okay. So the podcast is She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. You can find it on all of the platforms. And I'm also on YouTube. She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. That's the channel. And uh, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And if you haven't already, make sure you guys give this podcast, Everyone's Business But Mine, a five-star review and rating, yeah. as well as, of course, review mine too, of course. Um, but thank you, Kara, for having me because I am such a big fan. I had so much fun having you on mine. So I'm going to have to have you back on mine yes. soon. Anytime. Because you were like, I'm not even just saying this. You were truly one of my most favorite guests of all oh, time. Bless you. Uh, and we had so you were such talking. a good time we did that was we did Miami and that was just one of my favorite it was one of my most favorite Miami episodes of that season so yeah we'll have to chat soon you have a great day thank you so much again and uh yeah of course we'll Bye. okay Bye.